everybody and welcome to Agitator. My name is J. David Osborne. That's Kelby Losack. We have uh, one half of Rare Candy on tonight, Glenn. What's up, dude? Um, yeah, what's up? Sorry, so I couldn't be here, but uh, like again, I, I can be both. Uh, people don't even know the difference between us. Sometimes people say they're like, "Hey, which one of you said this on the thing?" And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> really? Like, I don't know. Like, he's real like reserved and like like shaman like when he speaks, and mm-hmm. I'm just like a like yelling guy, like kind of just like erratic, all over the place guy. It feels like it's pretty easy to tell, but um, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out if if uh, uh, if we can't just become one sentient rare one person yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no it's like basically glenn talks about uh sports and covid and then sai will eventually be like yeah meat yeah. is bad you know like that kind of shit uh, you can smell if i've had carne asada that day through <laughs> i dm'd him the other day dude i was like hey you're you're vegan right he's like yeah not exactly there's some things and i was like how do we feel about eggs he's like just the yolk i was like all right bro but i trusted it <laughs> like i went i went with it i was like okay cool just the yolk i didn't ask any questions i just thought okay this dude knows what the fuck he's talking about so, Wait, so he eats yolk he said the yolk would be fine he said the the whites uh inhibit vitamin absorption so mm-hmm. you don't want to do the raw egg with the yolk or i'm sorry the raw egg with the whites but you just want to do the yolk and I saw this YouTube trick where if you crack an egg in half and pour the yolk between the two halves, you can get rid of all the white and just have yolk. So that's the tip I'm on. Because I just I just trust people implicitly if I get a good vibe from them. So I'm uh, I'm totally with Sai. Like whatever he says, I'm like cool. Yeah, he's like the thing about him is he's right, and it's whether you want to like be right or not. Like is mm-hmm. is is kind of the thing where like it's he he'll show you the way to the way to live and stuff. And what I find funny is he'll always, I'll be like, you're, you're vegan. He'll be like, well, um, you know, I'm like mostly plant-based. He'll always say that. But that guy for sure had, like does not eat any of the stuff that would, would violate that except for some vegans that are, um, they think you're bad if you eat honey. Right. Cause that's an animal. Right. Right, um, right, right. They, they consider honey because it is taken from bees unethically and there are essentially if you care about animal rights like they do like truck bees from out of their nat- native habitat like kind of put them to work and they consider it bee rape so every time you have honey it's bee rape yeah, yeah that's uh, the most oh. retarded thing i've ever heard i think it tastes better life. when the bees raped personally like, yeah yeah <laughs> and when the cows are raped too actually the, 100%, the, the, yeah it's, it's, like, it's like with veal where they tie up the baby cow and don't let it move so that the meat can be more tender the the bee honey is better when they've been fucked against yeah. their will. I don't want consensual bee honey at all. <laughs> it's like how uh, Mr. Jackson beat his kids and Michael has that passion, that rage in his voice, you know? Yeah, Joe, Joe Jackson was a beekeeper. He, he uh, was a beekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, movie is about the Jacksons. With a, <laughs> no, sure. So we are doing an episode of Agitator, uh, like I said, with... Uh, with no Japanese movie at all because mm-hmm. of some last minute shit. Kelby, what's going on? Why is our why is our schedule fucked up? Why did you do this to us? Oh yeah, this is David didn't watch the movie part two mm-hmm. coming to it's, you. It's been it's been sixty episodes since we haven't watched a Japanese movie, so you got some explaining to do. Yeah, this this is my fault this time. Well, it's, it's this kid's fault, so we're expecting our second, and. uh this whole time, this whole pregnancy, like it started off 
we had this miscarriage scare in in like May or June, in early June. Um, not to get like too graphic, but there was just like right blood everywhere, and like you know more than just blood, right? So it was like, oh wow, we lost the baby or whatever, and it was a surprise. It was a surprise baby, like we did. We weren't planning or or anything. Uh, I'm gonna stop just, you for a second though, and just say how how incredibly sick and amazing that is. Uh, not that you guys went through the scare. That sucks, but. The fact that you were just going through life for like what three months thinking that your baby was dead and then it was like surprise bitch i'm still here yeah yeah so like uh a little a while later she because she stopped having any kind of symptoms anything like that and we actually were like well maybe you know we got excited once we found out so we were like well let's try for another one and she she was getting symptoms and like uh positive tests and all that shit mm -hmm. so we go to the doctor and the uh the doctor brings up the ultrasound and everything and there's like a whole ass baby in there like wiggling around and shit <laughs> and we were like what the fuck <laughs> and uh she goes so yeah you're in your second trimester and uh but this past weekend uh there was like some bleeding going on so obviously we were like oh fuck like freaked out and everything and uh we had to go to the hospital but man i don't know like this this kid just likes scaring us yeah mm. your kid fucking fucked up our battle angel alita episode so. it was the day it was the day of i was like okay so we could like if we go in first thing in the morning and like maybe they'll like you know give her like a steroid shot and we can just come home and do the episode and you know but nah podcasting uberalis dude like we the podcast has to come out like every week the kids should know this what yeah. are we gonna do when you actually like when the kid's actually born gonna i'm gonna just thinking. take my cast task cam into the room i'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to yeah I feel like, I mean, you should be able to record up until, like, the kid is able to walk around, right? I don't know. I don't have kids, so. Like, I feel like, like, like recording with a baby doesn't seem that crazy, does it? Oh, you can record through anything. I recorded yeah. through, my, my son's 18 months. I think the podcast is about 18 months also. I think we started right around the time that he was born. It, it was, like, the month after Gus was born, yeah. I podcasted through the whole thing. People who say they can't do things because they have a baby are just pussies it's oh, not true you can't sleep when you have babies so you, you actually have sleep. time to do more exactly also, also those are the same guys that even before the baby they're like i can't do that because i have a girlfriend do whoa bro bro <laughs> we've had we've had we had a guest recently who fucking ghosted on us because he wanted to he what was he doing kelby he was doing movie night with his girlfriend or oh. some shit yeah yeah i was like <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> excuse, even if that's what i was doing nobody's committed to anything that's what i was talking about i i put this on twitter recently there was this guy who ate 40 rotisserie chickens oh yeah and it was kind of like an epic bacon kind of you know twee cringe bullshit whatever but people took to it and it's because we're at the point now we're just literally committing to anything at all on a schedule is something that people admire. They're like, "Damn, you just you show up every week and do a thing." It's like, "Yeah, dude, it's not it's not hard." 
no it's not at all none, like none of this shit is hard like i work at a like i have like the craziest work schedule i still manage to put like three things out a week like seriously it's not it's you just do it that's the thing like you just you just do it you don't like you don't make excuses or people i don't know man there's like people that'll just be like yeah like I, we had one guy cancel on us because he was looking for a job <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> Hunt was crazy today, bro. Like, can we just do it tomorrow? And I'm like, no, we we can't do it tomorrow. <laughs> what, what's gonna happen tomorrow, dude? Are you gonna like walk somewhere and get tired? Like, I don't. <laughs> bro, the excuses are fucking insane. <laughs> just lie to me, please. Yeah, like, make up a fake emergency or something. I know, like, you're the teacher. He's got to bring you a doctor's note. Yeah, like, I was really sick, oh, dude. I fucking I I did all the episodes through having COVID, like. Oh yeah, you never stop. You think I can stop when I had COVID? Like I literally can't. Like that's bad for the brand. If I was like, God. Bad, yeah. <laughs> dude, the the episode, uh, it's really funny. I forget which episode it was, but there's an episode where you can hear me getting COVID, like live on the episode. Because once that one stopped, I started, like in the middle of the episode, I started getting the chills, and I got dizzy and shit. And then nice. when the episode ended, I was like, something's fucking wrong. And that's like literally when the COVID hit was like halfway through an episode. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, that COVID feels like a panic attack at first. It does, yeah. It's mm-hmm. really weird. Like you feel like you're like, oh, I'm just having one of those classic anxiety attacks, and then like then your knee, like you know, we I think we talked about. It. Then your knees start hurting. Then you're like, okay, no, I'm sick. Like that was, bro. That yeah. was it for me. It was my knees, dude. It was uh, and the next day it was a Tuesday. So that's the. Tuesday is the day my wife goes to work for like 10 hours. She does an extended shift on Tuesday to get off early on Friday. And uh, I was with the kid for 10 hours and I thought I was just like, I thought I had a hangover. I thought I was like, damn, how much beer did I drink? It wasn't more than the normal amount, but I was like, yeah, fucking dizzy. And like my entire body was in pain and I had to deal with a, you know, an, a, a child, a kid, you know? But I got through it. Dude, COVID is nothing. It's, it's, it's nothing. literally nothing. It's literally nothing. Second like, time you, I had you, it. You feel kind of shitty. Yeah, so the first time I had it, I had just come off of my uh, third hernia surgery. I've had it's my third one. God uh, damn. Yeah, damn. No, I got I got dude, I got is really Is that a thing in the butt? Is a hernia in the butt? No, no. that's uh, a <laughs> hemorrhoid. Sorry, that's a hemorrhoid. My bad. Okay. The doctor went in that route, which I thought was unorthodox, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is uh, in the lower intestine, the groin. Oh, okay. Uh, My bad. Yeah. No, no. His bad too. I was like, you know, what are you doing? But uh, <laughs> no, I, I, it was my third one. And then I got it like a week later, but I was already off like paid six weeks paid wor- leave from like work. So I'm like, cool. Like, I'm like, give it to me. I'm down to have COVID. Like I'm literally, I literally can't walk right now so it's like not a big deal if i get sick and um so i got it and then the second time i i got it i was at i i woke up in the morning same thing i was like am i hungover like i didn't feel like i went hard last night like you know i woke up and i'm like man i fuck i'm fucked up but we're supposed to go to the um go to a baseball game with my parents that day and i'm like well fuck it. i'm still gonna do this like what am i gonna do? call bitch out on like for a hangover or something like all right so, you know i get there but i'm also kind of fearful i'm like this could be like round two of this shit um so i get it's funny like we we go to the oakland a's stadium and i'm in the um the like there there's they have this like bar that's like an old-timey bar that you can like ha- be at before the game and i'm drinking a beer and i'm like choking down a beer i'm like god i've never beer has never tasted more horrible to me than at this moment i'm like mm-hmm. oh, i feel like in bridesmaids when she eats the jordan almond when she has flu like the flu yeah. like, like it was so horrible 
And, I, and I'm like, this is really bad. It's fucked up. But then I see the two announcers from like my childhood sitting across from me. Like my, the guys, like, I used to watch every Oakland A's game. So these guys are like, would narrate three hours a day of like my life to me. I see them in the bar and I'm like, I'm going to go say what's up. But then I'm also <laughs> like, what if I kill him? You know, like truly- typhoid Mary, typhoid Mary giving, <laughs> giving your childhood heroes. I lived out a little bit. I did live out a little bit. I was like, what if he's immunocompromised? Like, just like, like you know, TikTok word or something like, and I was like, what if, what if, what if I did that? And I met him and like, it was cool and everything, but I was like, man, I was like, dude, I was so drained. And then I took one of those awful at home lib science project at home tests. And I took one, which makes you feel sicker the minute you take it. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. then I, I, you know, sure enough, it came back uh, posy, but, you know. Yeah, it's really, it's not that bad, man. No, it's it's just funny. like, yeah. it's just like the, the only thing that was really shitty for me was the first maybe 12 hours. And then there was yeah. two, two weeks of just weird shit. So I had all the symptoms that people talk about. Like I lost my taste on day four which was, it was just completely random. My taste just went away. I wasn't even sick anymore, but yeah. my taste was just gone. And weird little things would start, like I'd get crazy diarrhea and my poop would be green or blue. Really? I'd be like, okay, that's weird. Much egg yolk, yeah. Yeah, Jack, <laughs> Jack uh, describes this really well, where he says like it feels synthetic. And Very much so. I would, I would take that a step further and say like, it's, it's like a, it's like a virus that's learning how to fuck with people. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, I'm going to do all the normal, the classic flu shit. And then once your immune system fights that off, okay, well, what about, what about your digestive system? What about your lungs? What about your taste buds? What about your sense of smell? I'm just going to press the buttons and see what happens. 100%. So it, yeah, it felt, it felt like a young virus finding out how to virus. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I'm reading the Andromeda strain right now because I'm on a Michael Crichton binge right now, and I'm hell yeah, I'm reading that right now, and I'm like, dude, that, that, why did this guy like know about COVID in 1965? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Michael Crichton knew some shit, bro. I mean, he was a he yeah. was a real ass dude. I mean, Michael Crichton was one of my favorites because uh, I had a weird entry into Michael Crichton because that sound gay, but like his ass. Uh, yeah, his <laughs> ass. That. He was like, <laughs> was whoa, I said, I said <laughs> a, a hernia. <laughs> He's pretty tall, so for for a twelve year old to be finding his way into Michael Crichton's ass is is a real that's a W as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that twelve year old's going somewhere. I would too, just off the principle, you know, you just got to. If that's what he asked, you have to, you have to, yeah. But I really like Jurassic Park, so I read Jurassic Park and The Lost World, and then I became obsessed with the movie Congo. Have Mm. you guys seen Congo? I have not. No. Oh, dude, it's great. They give a monkey a laser beam. Uh, to kill other monkeys and it's it's so good so i read congo and then sphere sphere was huge for me and then uh did y'all ever read timeline they made it into a movie i'm going to but i i I heard the movie sucks but yeah the movie sucks so bad but the book timeline is really really good but yeah andromeda strain and I uh, I liked y'all's episode on coma that was a good one too i I I feel like i feel like coma is a kind of a forgotten classic Dude, it's amazing. Like I said, my mother in law just found it in the library, and she's like, "How about this?" And the 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 cover art of like Coma sucks. Every other like promotional poster looks sick as fuck, except for the one they actually use. It's like terrible. It looks like some like weird like hospital soap opera, uh, yeah. like where it happens. But then you see like all the other stuff, and it's like you know uh, the chick just like sitting with all these like suspended bodies like in a purple room. It looks hella cool. Um, I love yeah. that movie so much. I love. Uh, 
I love his little like Charlie Rose interviews, his TED talks and stuff, his early TED talks, like on from 19, whatever, whenever TED talks started, he was like doing them. And it, I love it. I love it's it kind of hard to, to conceive of now because every author is like a, you know, libtard mm. now, but there was a time I was watching, I watched a Charlie Rose interview with Tom Clancy. Oh and yeah. Like that dude is fucking awesome. Yeah. He's great. Like, he was asking him the, the the interview was ostensibly about the book rainbow six which is you know 700 pages and he was like so how did you come up with this how did you write it and tom clancy's like i don't know i just like sat down and and wrote it, it took me about six months i was like god damn that's fucking sick yeah and, like writers who go into their process and all this and tom clancy is just basically saying i don't know i just wanted to tell a story so i wrote 700 pages in six months oh yeah yeah he he uh and like lee child my, my father-in-law loves uh lee child um a lot he loves all the jack reacher books apparently those are sick the jack reacher books um yeah. I've never never read them but he loves like lee child and, and I, every time i listen to rogan and he has that like jocko whatever the guy's name is jocko willing oh Will, yeah 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 whatever yeah. i'm always just like people there's like authors that are like cooler than this guy you know like guy Dude, like jocko sucks bro i don't like, fuck with him at all that I, shit is so uh, corny it's rise and grind but like military style like rise and grind llc guy but like in the military can't stand it can't. it's zero four hundred hours what are yeah. you doing it's like none of your business man fuck off how productive were you by oh six hundred <laughs> it's like when the day by oh six hundred you're losing and it's like all right man yeah i don't know so i had a i had a i have rare candy questions okay oh, i have i have possible answers so i'm pretty conspiracy pilled and you know I'm, I'm into all this kind of shit right but one thing that has always snuck past me is fluoride in the water oh yeah i've just i've just never looked into it so mm -hmm. what is the deal with fluoride in the water like why 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 did they put it in there what does it do i i have no idea I'm so like a baby so there's a there's a alex jones kind of poison pill on fluoride in the water where alex jones has touched it therefore it's false misinformation you know sure. um yeah. now it is arguable i the google has been scrubbed of quite a bit but there are some like kind of crazy sites that'll show you if you dig deep enough maybe page seven on the google search of floor if you just type in fluoride and nazis um really were the first people uh, there are reports that the first people to add fluoride to water was basically in concentration camps right mm -hmm. and uh the idea behind that now it could have been anything right you had joseph goebbels all these people they're doing all types of experiments they used to just be like hey drink nothing but salt water for a month let's see what happens you know like and uh you die right <laughs> you just I, die I haven't read the paperwork, uh, those clinical trials, uh, <laughs> quite yet. That's on my list, but no, I, no, I haven't, uh, haven't read that yet. And, uh, but yeah, probably you probably dry out and die now uh, who knows what level it's at, but all of a sudden for a while, I just hate when things like are objectively good and made by God, right? Water made by God. We're made up of water and all that stuff. Do you think God was ever like, Hey, I'm going to create humans. And then like, Hmm. A couple thousand years from now, they're going to figure out they have to add this really important thing to water. That I mean. <laughs> that's a really you know? good point. Like, yeah. okay, I, that's to me in my head. If we're just looking at it logically, I think that's a terrible way to go about it. Now, fluoride get, got added to like these small town water supplies because they thought people's teeth were falling out of their head, and you know, which they probably were, right? They probably people's dental health is not great. 
Um, now that being said, like, why would I ever have to do dental care if, if water, if fluoridated water was really helping me that much? Why do I have to go to the dentist still? Why do I okay. have to? Why do I have to do all this stuff? So that being said, you know, can I ever prove to you that fluoride and water is bad? No, but I'll put it to you this way. I've been drinking reverse osmosis water, which is basically uh, water that you get from like the Asian stores where like the guys like triple masks and you, and you just like fill up like their distilled water um, and you can buy like a lotto ticket at the same time. Might just mm -hmm. be a California thing, but you know, the, the, if you go there, like, yeah, we don't have that in Oklahoma. <laughs> no, so natural grocers, if you, I don't know if you guys have natural grocers. We do. That, yeah. Natural yeah. Grocers has really good reverse osmosis water from like the ones you fill yourself and stuff. Um, that's really good stuff. I, it's a kind of a bitch to do, but when you get in the habit of it, it's not that bad. Um, now all I know is I didn't, I didn't fall for COVID dude. You, you didn't either David. So maybe I, maybe that's, I didn't. No, Oh yeah. No. And you were drinking that. That's a possible, you know, strike in my, in my book against me. My well, favorite. I don't drink tap water either. I do drink, uh, I guess it would fluoride be in, you know, the great value Walmart bottled water. Is that also fluoridated? I'd have to look, dude, because there's some sneaky bottled water that's based. Um, like mm -hmm. uh, Niagara, if you've ever seen that one, that one's complete reverse osmosis. I feel like Fiji is too. Oh, is that how you pronounce it? Niagara. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd be willing to listen to all interpretations of it. So we'll <laughs> no. uh, well, I was buying it based yeah, off of a yeah. different uh, yeah. assumption. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, same, same. But the, uh, you know, the Dasani claims to be reverse osmosis, which I think that tastes like toilet water, personally. Yeah, Dasani uh, is disgusting. Dasani yeah, and Aquafina is trash. Yeah. Uh, so, again, what I do is I don't drink it 100% of the time. I drive, We have bottled water at my work. I just kind of, that nasty, horrible, satanic Nestle water that just doesn't mm -hmm. feel right. It's like it was stolen <laughs> yeah. from somebody. Like, you're like, well, who'd you take this from? Like, this is, this is terrible. Um, Nestle should never make water either. Like, I don't know why that's. Yeah. They make yeah. the chocolate chips. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just toll house water and shit. No, nothing. <laughs> so what you do and, and Sai takes it even further and he's, he's right about this, but you don't have to do this, but if you want like premium fucking optimal water, um, and, and that being said, like, you know, there is such a thing as fluorosis too, which can attack certain parts of your body. And I think if you're constantly using certain things it could fuck with your brain a little bit that's just my thing but i Wait, don't hold on back up what is fluorosis what does that mean fluorosis well let me let me google it. let me let me get the actual definition <laughs> oh so, yeah because like i just you know I, you say that to me and i'm like it's... have you seen this guy this german dude he looks like he's uh the keyboard Water player in, Ram, in ramstein uh who's who he'll go to the he'll be like Vosswater is it's, mm -hmm. I don't I don't know why I did a Russian accent, but he'll, he'll be like he'll be like Voswater. It's uh, it's great. It's glass he's bottles. And... I think he's Dutch. Um, Is he Dutch? Yeah, he's got that weird like gold member fucking accent. Yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, the, uh, those people aren't real. Dutch yeah, isn't he'll real. be like Voswater. No good. No good. <laughs> That's no like good. that. Uh, y'all ever watch Metalocalypse? I have yeah. not. They got the they got that Swedish uh, bass player or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Rock and roll. Fluorosis yeah, like, is a condition that causes changes in appearance of tooth enamel. So I'm a big dental health guy. I like to take care of my teeth. Um, I spend a lot of money on to weird toothpaste and stuff like that. And I don't, to be fair, I don't think people have to do this, but it's really weird. Like the, the big ideas that people have, like, let's, I'll say this size, big idea with water is that you can buy this shit from Walmart. It's called trace minerals, right? So when you filter your water through reverse osmosis, you do actually get rid of some of the minerals that are in water. 
So even some of that bottled water will have some of the minerals that you are then taking out by doing that reverse osmosis filter. So how do you get those back? They're these little tiny things that taste like nothing and you just pour them in your water. It's trace minerals. Do you have to do that? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. But I guess that's like, that's like fucking Valhalla water, you know, like it's like, he's also into, he's into zeolite too, right? Yeah, that dude. He's, yeah, Yeah. he's big into zeolite and zeolite's pretty, the, it's been a cost barrier to me because zeolite costs like 120 bucks to buy a little dropper bottle of that. But there's, I mean, there's probably something to it. Uh, Right. Yeah. And, and I guess what I'm saying is, is like, I'll go, I'll say something like that. And like, I don't really get a lot of pushback, but people ask like, wait, like for real, like when you talk about water, it seems to be the weirdest thing to people because they've always been told that's like the real insane guy take is that the water's fucked with. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's, uh, I see a lot of people that think we can be like a monarchy again on Twitter. And I'm like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, like, like horses and stuff. But then like, right. I'm, I'm like, I'm just telling you like water could be sicker, you know, like with your own doing. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and like that, it's just like, what I'm telling you is not that crazy. There's just like our, the, the mission statement of our podcast is like, look, dude, it's fucking an election night tonight while we're recording. And I don't care at all. I don't care either. You know why? Cause I'm going to drink good water. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to drink so good funny. water. Yeah. I don't care about any of that. So I'm going to eat the best food I can possibly eat. You know, I fuck up from time to time. Sai is way much more of like a Buddhist monk about it. I'm the guy, I'm the, like the Vince Vaughn body guy. That's like, ah, you know, I'll, I'll fuck around and eat a whole pizza. Fuck it. You know, yeah, but like, whatever. But yeah. then I'll drink a green juice in the morning. You know, I'm like that type of no, guy. I, bro. I got my athletic greens in the mail yesterday. So I got, I got, I got my AG one. Cause yeah. Joe Rogan told me I'm a big on this, uh, I try to do this every three or four months. Uh, so Robert Anton Wilson, are you familiar with this man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was big on uh, reality tunnels and spending time in different reality tunnels. And what I'd like to do is uh, spend about two or three weeks in a normie, semi-libtarded reality tunnel. So I've been listening to Lex Friedman and Joe Rogan and just like kind of basking in that, you know, just like not not critiquing it, but just living in that atmosphere. And I I got to, I got AG one pilled. There were too many ads for it, and I was like, okay, I'll do it. Joe Rogan keeps telling me that he takes it every day. <laughs> yeah, no, it, there's like it, it's true though. But like all you have to do is make like a few small changes in your life. Like you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to. Um, you know, like we do live in a society, you know, as much as I hate that phrase, but like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you are going to fuck up from time to time. There's only those weird, like influencer people are ever able to like actually live that style of like, I sleep 16 hours a day and drink seven tons of water and don't eat, you know, ever. Yeah, but like, you I know, wake up I, on my NASA foam mattress that's over a, a yeah. fucking three ton crystal. Yeah, by the way, my husband owns oil. Just all <laughs> oh, no, dude, dude. Can I tell you a story? I, I gotta tell you this story. This is so funny. So this this weekend, I went to a a baby's birthday party. It was a baby's mm-hmm. first birthday party. It was a uh, my friend. So I went to this uh, the, the the birthday party took place at the baby's grandparents' house, which is like a one point two million dollar banger of a house in Northwest Oklahoma City. That had like a game room with pinball machines and this incredible charcuterie spread. It was amazing, you know. And uh, the guy, the guy who owns the house, 
I started talking to him and he and I talked for like three hours. Like we got on really well. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, you know, uh, this is deep into the conversation, right? Not, super nice guy. No bad words to say about him. I'm like, so how did you, uh, how did you, how did you do all this? He's like, oh yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll tell you. He's like, uh, defense contracting. I was like, oh, cool. Sick. Yeah. Like, wow. you're, you're a... <laughs> yeah. oh, it's crazy when you hear that. This one guy's like, yeah, I sell uh, Accutane and opioids for the Sackler family. It's like, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. Every time you hang out with like really rich people with these, and, like, again, nicest guy ever. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I, I'm not saying it because I'm really torn about this. Like, is it actually bad? Do you think it's actually bad to... So he's in defense contracting construction, which means that he oversees buildings being built for defense contracts. Do you think that's bad if it makes you a millionaire? No, not I. At all. I, I want that job. Mm -hmm. Anything that gets your bread up. That building. I said I was like I was like, dude, are you hiring? Like yeah, that, <laughs> that building is getting built no matter what. Right. Like, that's right. the way. I, there's certain things where. Yeah, like you can work at a certain company and, you know, I, I get it. Like, you know, some people like I feel conflicted about working at a certain company that like if you work at like BlackRock, I could understand why you'd be like, fuck, I'm fucking up everybody's like life right now at my job that I don't particularly care for. But if you become like a millionaire off of that, like there's a lot of shit that could take your mind off of like what you're doing, you know, and really like defense contract, you're building a building. You know what I mean? Like those things can get launched like you know like all those like leftist things in countries you've never heard of where they're like yeah but like you know when fucking namibia and this and that like we drone strike i've like i've never heard of that but sure yeah sounds made up yeah, yeah i've never heard of it but i bet it's i don't even doubt that it's true it's like i'm supposed to like i'm supposed to really like stop what i'm doing to like find out about this and like you know that's that could get launched from anywhere man like you're just you're that's the type of stuff you can dude man, get your money that's like some rich people shit when they tell you how to ethically make money dude when it's like time to make money go make it yeah exactly that, that's like a extension off of our cyberpunk ethos right now is is that whole you just gotta hack the system like it is what it is it's time to just play the game to to win it for yourself yeah bro bro me and rios left that house and we had just spent three hours you know uh, walking on the plushest carpets we'd ever walked on. Uh, they showed my son their playroom uh, for their grandkids, which had every toy you could possibly imagine. We went to their you know, game room, which had a pool table. You walk up some steps. There's three pinball machines. Huge, beautiful house, right? So we're driving home from that. And I hear my wife, who's in the back seat with my son, and she says very quietly, she's like, we need to get careers. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've had that conversation many times. Uh, that's like, like, or like, like, we rent an apartment and it's like every time we go somewhere where somebody like can do laundry in their house, I'm always like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I, what am I doing? I'm fucking up. So like, you don't have a parking stall. You mean there's like a thing that opens up where you can park in and nobody can break the window on it. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a garage and a washer and dryer, oh, bro. Fuck, dude. Move to Oklahoma. It's easy. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, no, I, 
that's the California in me is like you want to you always want to be a romantic to grow up here and like try to make it work here but it's it's literally impossible like it's, yeah. it's, uh, I'm gonna be like renting this fucking shoe box for the rest of my life if I stay here like mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's like dude the other day like we had, we had standing water and they have these weird locks on our drain that you're not like allowed to open up and stuff like like to do it yourself Bro, what is with the rules in california oh like, dude you, you you can't do anything we have asian landlords so they have weird like china style rules for like plants like they'll be like <laughs> one plant. you can have one plant and like <laughs> one one child yeah that's what I'm saying. Why, you can have one plant one chair on your patio one plant i'm like all right <laughs> japanese people would at least let me have like a few things if they were positioned properly <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, I don't know. It's just it's terrible. I I like I I my parents never owned property. Like they still rent the same duplex like forever and I I've never owned property yet and I'm just like, dude, I literally want to just work at like a Walmart and have a house at this yeah, point. That's Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready, yeah. dude. I'm ready. And it's funny because I was talking to a friend of mine here who's in real estate who owns 30 houses and he was showing me how to do it. Uh, which it turns out it's really easy to make quick money by finding houses that are for getting foreclosed, going to them and offering them whatever debt they owe plus $10,000, right? And then turning around and selling that to investment banks to make money. And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good. That sounds like an easy, cool way to make money. And I told people about this and they were all horrified. They're like, what are you like? That's awful. Why yeah, would you yeah. do that? And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm I didn't foreclose their house. Like, I, it, it's just a thing to do, right? <laughs> to make money. Am I crazy? No, I it just it sounds. I'm in full exploitation <laughs> mode right now. Like, exploit myself. Exploit. I'm in like horror mode, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all about the because I don't have to make a whole bunch of money to just survive on a month to month basis. So if I can flip one of these deals and make like 5,000 bucks, I'm good for a month. And then I can make books and stuff. It's cool. I feel like the thing a lot of people are ignoring just all around about the, the past two years is how like economically fucked we all became. Right. And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm all about any material conditions right now. Well, you got like Paul Pelosi making hundreds of millions of dollars and getting bludgeoned by a, a gay lover. Mm-hmm. But I'm not supposed to do that. Was like that was Cy, by the way, that did that. Shouts out Cy. That was Cy. Yeah, they found this guy while living in a storage unit in Berkeley, and I just died. The fucking the nude vegan <laughs> who apparently traversed the, the desert. That was re- that was one of the most recent uh, instances where that got pigeonholed and memory hold is like a conspiracy theory really fast they were so, like oh no no he de- he broke the glass and he got through i'm like wait hold on back up so a blm crunchy vegan sex worker yeah traversed the california desert in his underwear to paul pelosi's house to kill him <laughs> i don't know that sounds weird to me that sounds and, suspicious. No, and, and like then I remember they were saying like, yeah, it's conspiracy theory to think that it's anything other than this. But then also he had a they they the the news things were like he had a blog that was full of all conspiracy theories, but you can't find it anymore because we took it down. And I was like, yeah, okay. So what the fuck is the conspiracy theory then? Like the like the conspiracy theory is that he believed in conspiracy theories, but we're not even going to show you that he did. 
We're just going to tell you that he did. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. Right. It's, it's like stop Duncan, with, Duncan yeah. Trussell said that he was wooed a cue on his Joe Rogan episode that I listened to because I listen to all the Joe Rogan episodes now. Um, wooed a cue is a big thing. Where what it's like, that? oh, they believe in crystals and fluoride and shit. Oh, and base. Yeah, it's yeah. a slippery slope to Q. And then they're into Q. I'm just going to come out and say it. Q is kind of t- I like Q. Crystal like great. I'll defend crystal love for the forever. Yeah. I like crystals. I like fucking. I like Bigfoot. I like UFOs. I like uh, vaccines are fake. Uh-huh. And, I, and I like QAnon. I like all of it. All that shit was cool, dude. Like, I was like, I, I was down. Like I didn't, what I hated was when people ironically pretended to be into all that stuff. And like, mm-hmm. I'll talk about crystals. And then somebody would be like, hit me up. People like, that was a cool crystal bit that you did. Like that bit where you like, you like crystals. Like that was really good and funny. I'm like, no, I have a house full of like a hundreds of them. Like, yeah, I'm literally like, I'm next to like my shelf right now. I have one of those pyramids that has like, it looks like rice grains in it. I don't know. I haven't looked into it too much. Have you ever seen like, the movie a- best in best in show? Yeah. yeah. So, there, so there's a part and I, and I can't remember. I think it's best in show. It's one of those like Christopher Guest movies. And I don't even remember what they're, what they're referring to. Oh, I think it's like a puppy figurine, like the terrier lady, Catherine O'Hara. Like she's looking at this thing and she goes, and you look at these figurines or no, I don't care. She's like, you look at these figurines and you just look at them and they just make you so happy. Just look at them. Just look at them. And it's like these dumbass figurines. But I'm like, no, that's true. Whatever it is that, true. Like, and first off, crystals look cool. People act like they're putting this blob of nonsense in your house. I'm like, no, at the very least, that shit looks cool as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. it, like mm-hmm. it's sparkly rocks. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Do you not watch rap videos? What are in those? Sparkly rocks. <laughs> like, yeah. These are cool as fuck. Like amethyst is great. Citrine, all that stuff is just wonderful to look at. I would just I spent the last weekend going to rock shops in fucking western Nevada, and it was so fun. No, it's so cool, especially when you find a really good one. Have the ones that you went to? Did they have like the the big boys? Like oh the yeah, big crystals. The like boats. The the like boats. Fucking <laughs> fucking goals, bro. That's that's goals right there. Is like those those big boys that are just sitting like the big chunk. Of, they uh, call them uh they call them cathedrals, right? Yes. Yeah, no, 100%. And it's like, dude, I, you, it's like the ones that you look like you could do a child sacrifice inside. Like, you're like, I could, <laughs> I could do like a Bohemian Grove inside this. <laughs> I think, well, how about this, dude? If you get, like, if, say we get our defense contract construction job, like, you, uh, we get like a soprano style thing where we all just sit outside in lawn chairs, like, while everybody mm-hmm. works, like, we, us three, we get that going. And then we just buy like, t- fucking $25,000 amethyst like fucking like red light therapy chamber dude like and we just <laughs> buy that and we're like you know what I'm healthy though so think about that it's ethical you know like I'm yeah, like, yeah. the line so I sorry about the defense contractor stuff sorry Namibia but you know like I'm <laughs> fake so- ass gay ass fucking made up country that's not <laughs> even real dude, if I, if I, the, pro- the problem with do you guys have this problem where like you realize if my podcast gets the way that I want it to be I'm I might die like, do you ever think about that? Like, I'm like, so, like somebody might like literally kill me if actually everything works out. 
We did like, erase some shit because we do have high expectations for this show. So there right. was, yeah, there was some shit where all I'm going to say is some of the things that recently took place, we kind of influenced that without even, and I was like, I swear to God, I edited it out of the show. But. Right. But the, <laughs> uh, no, because like I'm thinking like in my head, like anytime we do an episode like Ben Braddock, who I absolutely love and would serve jail time for, might end up having yeah. to because this is where I'm getting at. You know, like like the, some the, the people are like really seething towards like homeopathic stuff right now. Right. Like right. They're like really there's like the like a terrorist element attached to it where you're like, it's like this weird thing. You just like don't want things. You're like, I kind of just don't want to opt into these programs. But like that, that then makes you a harmful person. And um, I'm kind of like, man, if this succeeds the way that it is, I'm like, I'm fucked. Like, I probably like like I'll be like just one of those guys where like you know, 20 years from now, people be like, Hey, that guy was actually good while I'm like, just horrible, mm -hmm. like grizzly yeah. life, you know? Yeah. It's, I mean, like this has been the, I've realized this is the trajectory of my life. Right. Is that, the, yeah. that, there that, you know, everything that we think, if it actually starts to happen, the system comes out in full force to stop it from happening. Ben's a really good example, by the way, Ben's really interesting. Right. Because like, I've, I always pictured him as like, and I know he is right, like a a, a Jack dude, you know. Yeah. But whenever I listen to him, I'm like, this guy doesn't sound that jacked. No, <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't have a jack. He has just like a super like. Well, I've I, you know my my thing with Ben and I, I say this to him with love. Where it's like like aut, you know, he has just the, the exact threshold of autism that you need to where like you can still be mm -hmm. enjoyable and fun, but like extremely informative. And it's like cilantro in a dish. He knows where to go when 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 he wants to get off like a fiery like RSV, you know, is fake thing like like that. He knows. Oh, is RSV fake? I think it's a cope. Um, I don't. I haven't looked into it yet, but I remember that they, they've been teasing this little scare for a while because Pfizer's literally already working on the RSV vaccine. So you'd be. That's you'd, what got me suspicious. That's every what got time, me suspicious. Dude, literally every time. My mom called me and she was yet. like, "There's an RSV vaccine." I'm like, "Mom, no." Like my yeah. son is not getting an RSV vaccine, even it, if it's real, he's not getting that shit. Bro, everybody around it was weird as it was like creepy as fuck. I it was an R and B group, by the way. I was like RSV, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> Every everybody around here like a week and a half ago was like, "Oh man, RSV is finna hit like all the daycares." I'm like, "What do you mean? Where like, was RSV when we were 12, bro?" Like, I was just like, the way y'all are announcing it, like a teaser trailer came out. I'm like, what are you talking about? Exactly. So like, it's, David, it's your mom, real, dude. you see how your mom brought that up to you? Like some craze. Like she basically was like, saw the news. Let me call my son. Totally like justifiable thing for her to do, right? Sure, like, yeah. My yeah, grandson, yeah. let me just make sure my grandson's cool from this horrible thing that I just watched two hours of coverage on, you know? And and I, I totally understand like where she's coming from but like ask your mom did she ever grow up with anyone with a peanut allergy oh my god i'm so glad you broke you brought that up because funny enough i had the peanut discussion with my mother a week ago when she was over here watching uh gus i was like i said that exactly what you said i was like do you remember any bro i worked at a safeway uh in portland when i lived oh, there right nice. and uh there was a woman who'd come in once a week and she had all of her groceries it didn't matter what the groceries were she could be buying a box of cheerios they were all in the like the vegetable bags you know like to keep them from 
and she didn't want to even put them on the conveyor belt because peanuts might have touched them. Yeah. And I couldn't help but thinking just like, well, if this is real, let's assume this is real and your peanut allergy is that bad. You might not be equipped for this world. No, 100 percent, dude. You might you might just want to check out at that point because like where were the people dying in 1964 when they served peanuts on planes people weren't dropping dead it's not fucking real bro yeah so i a couple things on that um i'm gonna push back i understand what you're saying the conveyor belt thing is is insane i'm not true at all like that's um but i am i am sympathetic to that because they they probably went through some like horrible stuff because anaphylactic shock ingesting peanuts is real and i'll tell you why um mm. peanut oil so i'm looking at a new york times article from 1964 mm-hmm. merck peanut oil used in a new vaccine product patent, patented from merck to extend it to extend immunity right so this is uh this is on this is a new york times archive thing uh it's from september 19th 1964 now this didn't get rolled out till much later um but it's just being used uh that peanut oil is lengthening immunity from influenza in certain shots and therefore requiring fewer shots so they're adding this as as kind of like a way to like stretch out you know the these these vaccines and this is from merck this is from all that stuff so while i will say like yes airborne peanut stuff i I worked at a summer camp with kids in like super libtardville when i was in high school it was like my summer job and now, while, while a lot of it was overblown, like there was some kid like that accidentally did like was like just this fucking retarded kid. It's like, dude, you like this kid had had so many incidents and he like still grabbed like a peanut and ate it. I was like, does this kid know? He's like, <laughs> I, I'm not going to, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to be good in this world. You know, like I'm just going to mm-hmm. like, just take this thing of planters, you know, and just fucking just house this fucking can of planters. Costco Kirkland mixed nuts, you know, and he just take himself out. But the, the, you know, it, it is real. There are reports of peanut oil in some of these childhood vaccines things. And in 1986, right. 1986 vaccine manufacturers were given liability uh, in, a, in the, I forget what the actual acts called, but it's like a, basically a manufacturer liability uh, act where basically you cannot sue for. Wait, so vaccines made people allergic to peanuts so, so, so here you go this is just this is my theory so right that happens in 1986 right i'm born in 1990 my mom born is in, i'm me. born in 1986 fuck right. so so fuck. i'm born in 1990 i don't believe i had the same <laughs> my mom even tells me i didn't have like all the shots like my mom didn't fall for all the shots like she's like my child's not getting every single one of these so mm-hmm. um i do think that i was a bit more closer to the control group side than some of my uh contemporaries in 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 school now is this why we're why we are all retarded? Because I was born in 1986 before this, and your mom was smart, and we all just didn't get the shots. Oh, I think I. I mean, I, there's no uh, limit to like what I think this that that act. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm like I'm not like I, it's funny. I try to make everything funny, but like I'm actually serious about this. 19. It's kind of the crux of our show. Like it, after the after that liability act goes in, the childhood vaccine schedule goes from like 12 shots to in the 70s yeah right yeah right once you're not you don't have liability anymore like Mm -hmm. you're just like fuck it just roll them all out like we're just we're cashing out yeah gus gus did not get all those shots based absolutely great i love it love to hear it so Mm -hmm. so and how's he doing uh he's fine 
He's yeah. good. Oh, oh man, wow. He's, he's funny, except uh, except I I almost killed him tonight. Yeah, I was roughhousing too hard and almost threw him off the bed and killed him. But uh, <laughs> other than that, he's good. He's good. So there you go. And, and you know what? He can maybe handle. He can maybe handle a fucking you know a peanut a Reese's peanut butter cup. It appears. He, yeah, we and, eat peanut butter every day, dude. Uh, oh man, it's a lovely thing. So so what I'm saying is is that if some of these vaccines do have that in and peanut allergies basically started in the nineties with like the kind of rich kind of Julianne Moore safe style community. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Like if that's where we think it happened, those people often over vaccinate their children, right? Elite rich people. Um, And when, because it's on the schedule, my child, they treat it as almost a status symbol. My child gets top medical care. So if these rich kids are reporting these peanut allergies, I have reason to think that if there, even there's peanut oil in some of these vaccines that could trigger that reaction in something, am I saying that's the case? I don't know. I can't prove it, but I, it, the timeline matches up to me. Is, is I fuck all. with it. No, I fuck with it. Yeah. No, I, I, every, every, every time I've taken Gus in to get shots, uh, I've asked the nurse to tell me what exactly he's getting and what it does. Mm-hmm. And if they, and they don't know tell, shit, if they, they don't can't know tell shit. me what it does, if they can't tell me what it does, then I say, then we're not getting that one. Like, yeah. And, yeah. And I'm like, they're like, well, let me go. At, I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't leave. Don't leave the room. Yeah. Tell it, me if you crazy. can't tell me right now what that is that you're about to put in my son's thigh, then he's not getting it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, I'm like, okay, cool. Then he, he then he won't get it. Right. He has gotten shots. He's not he's not shot less. I'm not uh you know and that's not what I'm saying either. I'm not saying to for people to like, hey, no matter what, don't get any shots. All I'm saying yeah, it's is, like, it's like, like the, the the shot for like polio or pertussis. I'm cool with that. How do you feel about polio, by the way? That's that's uh, a, a DDT poisoning. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you on that it, one. It, I feel yeah, you. That, I feel you. Oh, so, so I, I, I did. I did give him the polio shot. Uh, fine. I don't. I think. I think there's just, just because I. I mean, this is the whole thing about having a kid. Like you do your research and you like you 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 make the, the the choices but bro they they talked to me yeah. about the covid shot bro like they were like hey uh, the yeah. covid shots i was like absolutely not and they were like how about the flu shot i was like no <laughs> no hepatitis b is transmitted when they want to get vaccinate your kid for hepatitis b almost out of the womb you know but it's sexually yeah. it's sexually transmitted disease yeah, yeah. or yeah. or hpv right yeah like the yeah hpv was a huge psyop i didn't have a i didn't have a i just kind of assumed everybody had hpv i don't yeah. know i just i know yeah it's just part of being there, an adult if, yeah. if you're just out fucking raw then you get hpv right like that's i would think so yeah i would think so but i don't know i've never had a test so i don't i don't know if i do but 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 why why are we why is it so normal for people to think that like polio is just like this Ghostbusters green cloud just lurking waiting for unvaccinated kids like in the air like it's just like a looming thing behind buildings you know and I and look I don't have children so I I I could guarantee like if I had a kid tomorrow I'd be like fuck I need to protect him at all costs I'll just do whatever you know I could I, I'm not saying I couldn't become that guy so I understand why people are just like dude I just want everything to go right I just want to follow sure but you also it's also a gamble like having a kid yeah. is just a gamble like right. the kid could I like the gamble yeah I uh another crazy another crazy thing another another crazy thing that happened today just out of nowhere we were on the couch playing Tony Hawk and my son stood up uh and tried to backflip off the couch just for no reason like he just did that and i caught him by his ankle with his head 
you know, a half an inch away from the floor. And if he had, if he had pulled off that move, who knows? Like we probably would have had to go to the hospital, right? Cause it was, it was a serious, but like being a parent of a kid involves all these risks right? and you can't be a fucking pussy. And just be yeah. like, oh, well, I want to eliminate. It's the idea of the world without sin. You know, it's a, it, it's, it's kind of this, I don't know. It's like a complex idea about, yeah. you know, making sure that everything is pure and good and, and faultless and that you've done everything that you could to protect what you could, but like, nah, I mean, let him go, right. let him go. I mean, and that's why people had a bunch of them, right? Is because like eventually you'd be like, I'm just taking a bunch of gambles and I'm just kind of like playing, yeah. the board, playing the board here. Like if one goes, it's like that's sad, and like obviously we'll, we'll mourn forever. But it's like that's why I had a few because like I can't just be helicoptering. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't helicopter, and you can't. You. Can, I mean, I don't live my life. I don't helicopter myself. I don't take care of myself that way. I don't, you know, oh, make sure that you uh, have all your sh- I Bro, I haven't had shots in... I can't 20, remember what shot 20 I 20 years, maybe? I, 20 I years? Yeah. I don't know. I think I had a flu shot in high school because Ooh. I was a retard. I was like, okay, I'll get a flu shot. And then I got the flu, of course. And that was like it for me. Um, but you, I don't live risk-free. Right. That's that's just not how you live. And that I think is like the actual I think that's the core ideological argument with the COVID people is that they seem to want to live in a world where you don't have to gamble anymore. And it's like, uh, I don't right. think that's the way it works. You have still you, have to gamble. Have you seen the movie Along Came Polly? It's a little indie no, flick. No. No, okay, it's not an indie flick. It's like <laughs> some like fucking Ben Stiller, like really funny movie. And, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Fran- and Philip Seymour Yeah. It's like really funny. Philip Seymour Hoffman's hilarious in it. And um I always liked it because Ben Stiller's job was in the movie is a risk assessment or risk aversion guy, like to basically like okay. make yeah. make, make companies and everything risk adverse and he'd be walking with uh jennifer aniston he just met her and she's kind of like a hippy dippy like free spirit chick and uh he, they'd be walking and he'd be like oh don't step on that subway great you actually have a one in like 397 chance of that thing becoming coming loose or you know just some something like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then after a while she's just like you can't just you're never gonna get the outcome you want like you're never gonna like you like, can't you can, live life that way. You can stack chips in, in maybe the right direction. Like, yeah, obviously, if you have more money, you're going to be able to take more risks on things. And if you don't, maybe you your room for error is lower. But at the end of the day, like, fuck, dude, I still see poor people taking risks all day and being happy people, man. Like, I just like, I feel like b- taking risks is how you interact with the world. And I think that it's I think it's a deep spiritual thing. I think that when people go to church and write books of philosophy about religion Mm -hmm. Uh, they're getting close to it but the real thing if you really want to be religious you have to gamble i think that's that's the true face of reality is taking a risk and gambling on things oh yeah not even close not not even close to where like my whole i was just thinking about like in my i'm way more like in my 20s i was way more calculated like i was definitely like a burnout fucking dork you know in my 20s but like but i also like 
felt like I couldn't make a mistake and I like had to do all these things that looking back, I realized like that was dumb. I didn't have to do any of that stuff actually. And now I'm like, fuck it. Let's roll the dice. Dude, I'm in my thirties. Like, I just let's want to, like, I want a college try. Like I want to really like shoot for the stars and just see, see what I can become. Like, can I just become like what I actually have always wanted to be since I've never felt mm -hmm. like I fit in anywhere, you know? Like, yeah. And you see this with like social media and with art where people try to, critique proof the art that they make oh yeah by making sure that it's all like it follows the rules and you know i followed xyz steps here's the quick tip to become a famous author or whatever and it's like no the the whole thing is you just you roll the dice you do something retarded and you just see if it works out and that's it yeah, <laughs> that's life. And you be a man with like knowing that it can go wrong. That, that, the problem of is course, yeah. people like expect one outcome of their risks. And I'm like, nah, man, like you got to be ready to just take that ultimate L as a man. You got to take the big L. <laughs> you got to take you gotta, the big L. Yeah, just take that one where you just got to like, you got to like tell like seven people that you just like, hey, man, it ain't happening. You know, like. And I've taken, I've taken a lot of small L's in my life. Like a lot of small risks and small L's and I'm like, okay, that didn't work out. But I do think that the the totem animal for how to actually be a man is Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. You gotta just fucking I run with hate it. That movie, dude. You hate <laughs> Uncut Gems, really? Yeah, and dude, who's the target audience? Me of that movie, by the way. Right? All the crystals. I, I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Like um, you hated off, Uncut Gems. This is so strange to me. I'm so right, confused. No, I'm happy to this. explain. I'm happy to explain. Sai doesn't understand it either. Like why I don't, why I hate, why I hate. It. He loves it. Um, for one, it's the most dirtbag left movie of all time. Like let's just say that much. It's very what? dirtbag left. It's very. What do you mean? No, I mean it just caters to their like epic mobster like gambling thing. Like it's just like their whole like aesthetic that they cultivate online, where they like work for Jimmy Hoffa and make sure everyone at like Coca Cola takes their lunch breaks with like a crowbar. What, but what do you mean? He's the guy who runs a jewelry shop. No, He's not... no, of course, plot wise, I understand, but it's the whole like I gamble and I fucking do hella coke, but I'm a leftist, you know, like thing. That, Is he like... a leftist in the movie? No, what? Look at fucking Twitter. I look at I, so that I, I. It's in fact, it was told. I was told to watch it on Twitter, so that's why I. I Do you not like this movie because people you don't like like this movie? No, and here's why I'll Play. tell you. Here's why I tell you I have problems with the thing. The story's fine. The story's fine. What I don't like. I didn't like the cosmic element of it. That's it was too forced. I and also a problem I have with the Safdie brothers is that they basically, they, they basically try to just tell me I have to be stressed out during the whole movie without just creating the stressful situation. I feel like it's just a lot of yelling where I'm like supposed to just get stressed out by the yelling. That doesn't really uh -huh. fit well uh -huh. with me. And I'm a sports gambling movie connoisseur. There's, I'll go, here's my problem. When I, well, I always get mad when people hate <laughs> on everything, but don't give you an alternative. <laughs> hey, where do I go from here though? What if I want to watch a good gambling movie? All right, cool. I'm not done with Uncut Gems, but go watch The Gambler by, with James Caan. Uh, oh, that's a great movie. movie. Wonderful. Movie. That one is actually Uncut Gems done well, in my opinion, where he has the masochistic element of it done completely right, where at the end of the movie, he just gets cut in his fucking face, and he's like, fuck yeah, like, I'm fucked. You know what I mean? Like, that is, like, mm -hmm. the real, like, degenerate mindset of, like, you gambled, you want to lose, by the way. Like, that's what, like, gam gamblers want to lose because the losing feels just as good as the winning like in a yin and yang situation yeah, like right, you're you're right. like if you won all the time if you told that's why we all use twitter right i mean it's the same thing if <laughs> i told you you could win a hundred dollars a day gambling no matter what no matter what you did 
I would get bored by the fucking seven. You day. wouldn't do it. Yeah, you wouldn't do it. do it. I wouldn't do it. And no, truly, and I like money. I I could use the extra hundred dollars a day. Trust me. I, I wouldn't do it either, though. No, I, exactly. Yeah, for real. Y'all tripping with. Yeah, I see. You don't. You don't have the gene, though. That you don't gamble, right? Like at all. No, I don't. I lost two dollars one time at a casino, and I was like, "Fuck this shit!" I pulled out the strap, and I was like, "Where's my fucking money, dog?" <laughs> right. Exactly. I, I love. I love gambling. California Split is another fantastic gambling movie. It's a Robert Altman movie with starring Elliot Gould. Did not That's see cool. that one. Great movie. That one. Um, yeah, that those are those are really good. So it's a weird, then, a weird like like retcon sex symbol. Elliot Gould is. Yeah, that's way. again another dirt, but like kind of leftist woman art woman thing where they it's like, what do you even like? Oh, he's ugly. I love him. Do you even like? Oh, I actually really <laughs> love ugly guys. <laughs> now, like I really like just love ugly guys that are gross and disgusting. It's like no, that's what you have, so you've, you're coping. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like 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 that's the uh, that, those are my favorite when girls are like I actually like Brad Pitt's ugly. You know, like uh, no, like, no, that's bullshit. That. Women do. That's I'm bullshit. actually like not into that. Like I'm actually like Ben Affleck's hotter than Brad Pitt. Like no, come on. Like like shut it's up. No, real, you'd like. you'd fuck them both. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the real answer. That like pre 2016 women had that answer where it was like fucking spit roast you know and i still it, i still don't understand this uncut gems hate though okay no 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 we're back to it um i just i i didn't think it was i just thought it was like two guys that don't gamble making a movie about what they think gambling is like and and i like maybe they do right i i'm not i'm just projecting that oh on man i didn't get i just didn't get the stressed out gambling feel and trust me dude i bet every fucking nfl sunday window i get the witching hour like, i know you do i know you do yeah, i know so like, like this, this is not a guy who's who's armchair commenting on gambling my man is a gambler you're a gambler i was ready to have my mind blown i like and like some and also the whole thing where he's like hanging out with kevin garnett i just i i don't know i didn't care for it at all because like a real like i said the james con gambler is where he pulls over to the fucking pay the payphone after arguing with his bitch about losing money and he's like yeah like what are the blazers looking like tonight like can i get three and a half points on the blazers like that shit's wonderful like just driving down the Pacific coast highway while he's trying to have like a good time with his lady. Like just the, the Adam Sandler thing. I didn't find funny. The end was, was fine. I thought the end was good of the movie. Like I, I enjoyed the way that it ended, but the whole time I just, it was just a whole vibe. Like I know it was, I was, I was meant to be to feel a certain way and it didn't happen. So like, essentially that's how I view a lot of movies was I feel the way I'm supposed to feel when I watch right. it. I just, I just didn't like it. I realized I'm in the minority. I realized it's considered one of the better sports gambling movies, but I just, I felt like it was just had this like ironic tracksuit, like Stavros Halkis feel to it the whole time. <laughs> a Stavros feel yeah, to it. Like, That's you know, really interesting. Uh, I'm interested in that, in your perception of art being predicated on how the art uh-huh. is supposed to make you feel. Well, That's I mean, really interesting. it's not all like that. Like I can watch Joe Dirt. I'm not supposed to like, I'm not like, what is Joe Dirt trying to tell me? I'm not, that's not what I like say about that. But Uncut Gems was clearly meant to sell you like an anxiety attack, right? Like, no, clearly, you, you, no you're, 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 uh-huh. you're saying my point, right? Mm-hmm. Which is okay. that, like, when a when a movie is made to sell you a heart attack and a, you know, oh, what's the, the, this guy's got a, he's got a problem, mm-hmm. right? and you're like, oh no, 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 that's interesting, right? Because Joe Dirt's not trying to sell you anything. It's like, hey, here's a funny, goofy ass movie that you can enjoy. Yeah. But I'm interested in this this type of person who uh is given a movie that has a a kind of thesis statement maybe. Uh uh-huh. 
and they just like reject it. Yeah, well, that's that's really a problem with Twitter too, because everything is given a thesis statement, mm-hmm. and it's like, which it, I mean, I don't I don't know what a good remedy for that would be, because I'm also in the place of where I want spoilers to see if I'm gonna spend my time with it or not. Wow, really? Yeah, I hate like you can't. When people do the barbarian thing, they're like, "Shut up! Don't talk about it." I'm like, "Okay, I'm not watching barbarian because I don't know what I'm happens." Barbarian, I'm a nasty motherfucker like that, dude. I, I don't. I still value um, plot, like, and the ending of it a little bit. Like, I don't know why. I mean, yeah, like a David Lynch movie. Like, what even is the ending, right? Like, so you'll just be like, "Okay," like you couldn't spoil a David Lynch movie if you wanted to. You know, like start, let me, yeah. I think you, yeah. but you can spoil movies, right? Yeah, I was on like, a tip for a while of like, oh, spoilers are gay. Like, no, but you cares, can spoil whatever. Breaking Bad for me. I'd fucking hate you forever if I didn't get you. To you can bad. spoil shit. And yeah, it sucks. Can, especially TV you can shows. spoil shit. Yeah, especially TV shows, right? Like you could really spoil that shit. Like for me, and I, I get it for like a movie, especially if like. I'm at a part where I'm like kind of into like art, but also still like a fucking dumbass, and I want to stay there. You know, like I don't want to become like w- guy watching from behind a one way mirror on everything, like, <laughs> like Fifty Cent in the club video, how they're studying, like <laughs> just, just got shot, man. Like you know, like like how is that happening? Like you know, like I don't, I don't want like the Fifty Cent in the club video. I feel like it's how everybody on Twitter watches movies like just studying and just doing like clinical trials and stuff. I try not to get to that point, but I know with uncut gems, that's my wheelhouse, dude. So like, I, I'll be the tough critic, dude. I'll be the tough critic. You need me. You need me to hate on that movie, man. Like, like, and I, and I do, I just, I didn't feel it. My wife and I watched it. And we're just like, man, this, this sucks. Cause she, I, to be fair, she's got to deal with the gambler. So she knows, you know, she knows as good as well as I do. So it's a uh... counterpoint. It's actually a good movie. Hey, <laughs> no, back, back to you. Back to you. People that think makes that. A, that makes a lot of sense. I've been trying to I've been trying to rack my brain and remember this movie that everybody I can't fucking remember. Um, but there I just was this, remember walking out of Uncut Gems and it was the last movie I saw in the theater before COVID, uh-huh. so it has a special place in my heart. I remember walking out and being like, "Fuck that! Fuck my shit up! Like that that sucked." That sucked to be in that for for that long. So I think that like Uncut Gems is a really good movie that accurately represents gamblers. Um, that's what that's that's what I think. <laughs> Sorry, you cut out there. I didn't. No, uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. Hey man, I'll be the guy. I'll be the guy. I don't. I. I I get it. Like if people are bringing it up and they enjoy it and it's like in public and I hear people talking about it, which it has happened, especially with the people I hang out with. I'm not, I'll just sit there. I'll just be like, yeah, I saw it. It's fine. You know, I'll just say that. Like it's, it's, I don't want to ruin people's lives about it. I have a very nuanced. Yo, but, but could this be like being too close to it? Because I feel that huh? way a lot Possibly. when I see, when I see movies about like writers and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's not like that at all. It's actually, you just sit down and, type up the dumbest shit that you could possibly think of and like it's a movie about a writer and oh he's so tortured and he he can't and you're just like i don't know dude i go i go bet on the whatever basketball team you bet what basketball team do you bet on i'm whoever's got the best odds brother (laughs) (laughs) whoever whoever side remote yeah 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 Yeah, whoever he remote views 
his percentage is dipping. I'm like tired of tailing that shit now, dude, to be honest. Like I'm like, yeah, dude. it didn't really work out. He's right though. He's, he's right that remote viewing works, but Michael, his, uh, Michael Crichton was a remote viewer too, which is insane. We, we really got to, yeah, that's yeah. remote viewing is real. It no, is real. He's just not good at work. it yet. He'll admit it. He's like trying to like get better at it. Like, cause it's there. I was about to drop 700 bucks on a remote viewing course from a CIA remote viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't do it because I didn't have seven hundred bucks. <laughs> so I was or, like, okay. or a goat. You have to have the money, and you have to have the goat too. You have to. Have you, know, too. you know what actually happened in that movie? Because we interviewed a guy who interviewed a guy who was the man who stared at goats, like what? that movie. Yeah. So there's a guy named Lynn Buchanan, uh, Sean Patrick Hazlett. He was about three episodes ago on on uh, Rare Candy came on. He interviewed this guy. Yeah, I, he's cool as fuck. He's like, like he'll just be like have all these really based opinions and then he'll just be like yeah like we should still bomb putin like he you know or like snowden fuck snowden he's a traitor you know it's like really weird he'll like go back and forth between like base and then just like a stock military guy and um but he interviewed this guy uh lynn buchanan who like again was what that movie was based off of um essentially and he killed a whole fucking computer thing is what happened not goats dude he probably like he thinks that a movie was an op to make remote viewing look stupid. Ooh. He he was like, dude, he's like, cause what he goes, I he goes, I found the movie entertaining, man. I found the movie sick and like cool. But you know, at the end of the day, like people are just gonna think guys like try to run at walls and then just run into them because they they viewed that they could, you know, and just things like that. And he's like, no, nah, bro, like somebody pissed me off, man. And I had this thing called like psychokinesis, basically, where he freaked out where he's like got so mad that all of a sudden now all the fucking lights start working in the room and like computers that were like military grade computers in the eighties just went out. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent true. Like, like totally he, true. He, yeah. I don't fucking know who am I to say, but like they, somebody decided to make a movie out of it and the military has been using that shit forever. So I just decided to get better at it for this gambling money. Dude, that's all it is, dude. Fucking uh, it's really it. real. The, the one thing that I heard was that when you were, when you're doing remote viewing, so there was a lot of remote viewing in the 80s and 90s. Uh-huh. Uh, but there was also a lot of counter uh, actions to keep people from remote viewing. Mm-hmm. And it, so like the, the Russians would hide military secrets in a safe, which makes sense. But they would surround the safe with like wind chimes. And apparently the wind chimes would distract remote viewers from getting into the safe. Whoa! So if you make a lot of if you make a lot of noise yeah. around those, they can't get to it. Yeah. Uh, so it's all real, dude. <laughs> it's all fucking real. Like, and it's an experiment either way. Like he he didn't he never claimed he was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking get the NFL right this year. He's still at the end of the day, he's still in the fifty percent. You'd make money if you tailed all his bets individually. Truly, like you would have made money off his shit. Like if you had just right. taken every single bet that he did. If you're over fifty percent, you're gonna make some money. So he, he like, he's still like that, but you know, there'll be times where I'm like, you know, he'll view a game and he'll be like, I viewed this. And I'm like, you're picking like the biggest upset of all time. You realize like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm like, there are certain parts where I'm like, okay, like that part, we're going to have to get out of there. And like, you know, we'll, we'll have to add a nuance and, and, um, and to, to the, to the, to it, but it makes for good writing. The guy's a hell of a writer. So, I mean, mm-hmm. um, I, he, he's been writing for a long time, even before we did the podcast, he's been like this great writer about like health and stuff like that. He, he was like, yeah, I do would have been a star. He would have been the next Tony Robbins dude. If it wasn't for this podcast, I, I think I'm dragging him down. Well, the thing is, dude, is that like <laughs> the remote viewing shit would be elite 
if we could even talk about it. You it's know true. what I mean? Like the problem is, is that we can't even talk about it. Like as soon as you bring up remote viewing, people are like, oh, and they only have this hit percentage, even though um, there's more evidence for the existence of psi phenomena than uh, uh, aspirin preventing heart attacks, right? Like, yeah. It, it's, it's real. And if we took it seriously, some cool shit could happen. That's how science works, right? It's like you find something that's real and you, you put resources into it and then it gets cool. Yeah. But it's been so, you know, marginalized and shamed that <laughs> that you have people, people trying to make bets on, you know, athletics and it doesn't really work out. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, but it could, it could, you, you totally. could get to that point. And, and two things to that. For one, whenever you have the, the alternative idea, right, to the status quo, you are assigned this weird burden of proof that I don't believe you should ever have where, um, Oh, you let's take like crystals or like remote viewing or anything like with like, Oh, you think you, you must think that this does this right. Which is like this thing that it could never do right to cure this disease on the spot. No other dietary things like you rub a fucking amethyst crystal on your forehead and you won't have brain cancer ever. You know, like people will say like, that's what you think this does. It's like, well, okay. You thought a vaccine stopped the spread of COVID. Like, so, and and there was, so what I'm saying was like, like, okay, like, let's just be real. Like, why can't I be wrong too, by the way? And Mm -hmm. also, uh, remote viewing, which this guy, Lynn Buchanan, which again, Sean Patrick Hazlett, if you go to his YouTube channel, it's called Through a Glass Darkly. Um, his YouTube channel is really fucking good. He's just kind of like a podcaster, um, that has these really cool, like little YouTube, like Zoom kind of background settings. And he's interviewing this old guy, Lynn Buchanan, that says, Dude, they used to, they never used just my data. The military, when they wanted to decide their next move, right? They would have me view it. They would have the strategists, other strategists say we need to do this. They'd have opinions from, you know, high ranking generals and stuff. If all that lined up, it was all systems go bro, because you had every reference you could ever need. Right. Mm. And so Mm. like, that's why for me, if I'm going to make a bet, like if Sy sees an upset, right. In sports where like, he could be completely wrong, but I'm like, no, you know what? I, I kind of see that too. You know, there's an injury on this team that I think could be problematic for them. Right. Like, so like, I actually see that too. And what a couple of times that did happen and it hit. So what I'm saying is, is a lot of this shit should be a reference, but the people who are opposed to it are saying that you treat it as scripture, which is a straw man to basically water down your claim. Oh, bro. You were wrong here, there, over here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who gives a fuck? Let me die there. Make a meme out of me after I die. Then, like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't like, I don't fuck. care. Like, like, stop it. Stop oh, being I, was, I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. So stop you me. were never wrong. You were never wrong. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. It's just like I'll, I'm down, dude. I'm down. Like, what? At the end of the day, if I just drink really clean water, what do you think is gonna happen to me? Are my teeth gonna fall out of my head? No. You know no. what I'm saying? Because that's really <laughs> why they add the fluoride to the water is because so your teeth don't fall out of your head, right? It's an insane thing that we that we add something to our tap water for dental health. Like that's what's the, going on in their heads, right? Do they they just believe this? It's just like you're, they just you're think also it, like you're not supposed to swallow toothpaste, right? So yeah, 
How, what does that make sense? Is you want to make a toothpaste water? And... Have you ever used mouthwash before, like regular, like Listerine mouthwash? Yeah, yeah. Like that, dude, that shit. Like, I feel like it take paint off of like metal. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like when you have it in your mouth, they're like this doesn't feel right. Now, Wait, I have is Listerine bad. I use that every night. Um, I think it's a little strong. I have some alternatives, but again, they're just they're costly and really inefficient. So, they, do do your thing, bro. Like, do your thing. Like, I, right, bro. like I know you know enough shit to like like. You, you know what you're doing in a lot of fronts. So like if Listerine ain't going to be the thing that takes you over like solely, you know, but um, what I'm saying is like, I found this like one from this company called Risewell. They have a lot of really good, like hydroxapatite um, based stuff, which is really good for teeth whitening, teeth strengthening. And I've been using this like wild mint anti-fluoride, no fluoride around toothpaste and mouthwash. And like, I feel like I could bite through a car right now, bro. What, like, is, what is, what is, what is hydroxapatite? um it is basically supposed to do what fluoride does right essentially so it's like if you were to make toothpaste at home like you would you would essentially be having this involved into there so like i want the bacteria out of my gums and teeth oh i feel so clean dude you have no idea and i want my i want my breath to smell good yeah it's a naturally occurring mineral form of calcium apatite which is blah, 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 chemistry type shit. So basically it's a naturally occurring thing instead of the thing that you're putting fluoride into toothpaste for. So um, it's like a substitute, right? Mm-hmm. Think about mm-hmm. it like that. I've used both. I've used just regular Crest nonsense. You know what I'm saying? I've used all that stuff. Uh, That's what I have fine. now. I have felt Crest. fine, yeah. but it was just, again, like you realize once you switch to this other stuff, you're like, I feel better. And it's like way less intense. Like I feel like, like half the time, bro, I think I might just swallow the toothpaste, bro. Like it's just kind of sick. Like, you know, it's- dude, you had a tweet. You might have, I don't know if it was you or Cy. You might have a tweet. The collective. Where it was like, Everybody's so concerned about COVID and viruses getting into your body, but they're not super concerned about like the bacteria and weird shit that gets into their gums when they brush their teeth. Was that you? Uh, probably Cy. He's like really into pa- parasites and like fucking bacteria. Like he. Yeah, it was like some shit can get in there. So like, why do, why why don't you care about the toothpaste that you use, dude? The thing you do every day. I'm just saying, like, think about the things you do every day. Like, we think about things we spend money on. Now, the beauty of, and I'm not saying there's some people that don't participate in this. So this is really an if to shoe fits. But the beauty of like things like DoorDash is that like you can just. I can justify paying really ex- exorbitant amounts for mm-hmm. health food and like toothpaste mm-hmm. that, it, but there's people that will literally pay like $35 for one five guys meal. So like, <laughs> I've like, never used DoorDash. No. Yeah. And exactly. A, that's a, that's a little pin. That's yeah. A pin for that's, me. I, you're a stronger man than me. You know, it's, <laughs> uh, like it's a stronger man than me, but all I'm saying is I've, I've had both of those charges on my credit card before and guess which one I regretted, you know? And yeah. so I, I'm, I, I think I'm kind of a connoisseur and kind of a snob with brands. Like, do you have to be? No. Cause there's like, you can marry like a really crazy, like based trad wife that can like make toothpaste for you. But like, w- think about the baggage that comes with that though. You know, mm-hmm. like where you marry the base. You have to live with a fucking psycho bitch. You know, yeah. Like that's yeah. that's my like as far as my tears of of what I want my wife to do. It's like take care of the kid, and then not question me when I say weird shit. 
and then one sided one sided pillow talks too, where like they just listen to you like. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 No, you got the one when she just listens to a straight twenty-minute fucking rant, <laughs> like in bed. Dude, like, I'm dying at one-sided pillows. There, have we not? Like, it's it's just like. We, no, I don't think so, bro. No, I think. Oh man, no. dude, I, I'm like. But that is the funniest shit, I have, dude. I have just straight up <laughs> laid it all out on the table, dude. Just free therapy. <gasps> Like oh you know, at five thirty in the morning the next day, and I'm just going up, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like they call me both left, but like, dude, I don't was I ever left, you know, like, and then like, <laughs> oh my god, no. crazy. Uh, me right wing, am I right wing? You know, like that's too and, funny. And, you know, like all no, this, you're right. No, you're and, right. I I have done that. And they just no, sit there right. and they just take it. They're just like, you know, that's amazing. You know, like they, they and they and they take it because like when you're a talker, you got to marry a listener. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no, no fucking, no absorption of what you're saying at all. <laughs> Wash it off, like... and you don't want them to hold on to it either. Like this is not meant for like you to like keep in the archives. You know what I'm saying? This is just like mm-hmm. how I'm feeling at you know 10:30 tonight, and I just like uh, so don't want to go to sleep with it. You know? No, you're right. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I can I can see that. That might just be a me thing, but like pillow talk. No, no. Um, like when you hit that 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 hilarious talk when you're like both kind of tired and you just start talking shit, you know, like and mm-hmm, it's great, dude. Mm-hmm. That's when you know you married the right person. Yeah, I need that shit because I'm also I'm like manic depressive as fuck too. Yep. So I'll just like get crazy about something, and I've had like coworkers and friends where I like we're together for like all day long or whatever and i go off on some wild shit and i'm really into it and i can tell they're like uncomfortable or whatever and then they start arguing with me and like two minutes later i'm like bro i don't even give a fuck and they're like what but like my wife she'll just take it and be like yeah so anyways and i'm like yeah that's what i needed (laughs) yeah because like i like you know there's like when when you you can always tell when somebody's you, you ever hear like those people mistakenly say like you know you got to like go through like hella shit together and like the fighting and the arguing is cool it's like nah honestly like bro like you you got it's got to be way more natural than that where like you know when either of you is in some crazy ass mood or something and like you kind of they kind of just they don't want pushback even if they're wrong you know right. it's like nah bro like let me just let me just go off like maybe i did fuck up you know but like just just take it as though i'm right in this scenario like let me just have this w here you know yeah. and like like usually if that doesn't come naturally like it's not gonna work out intellectually i'm like no well, it's complex but in my kitchen yeah. uh, i'm like oh yeah true so what? true yeah just yeah you know what like for sure and clearly like it's my own weaknesses that I'm just broadcasting. Like, you know, I don't, she's not going to just be Yeah, like, when I'm on my white person shit, when I'm like, oh, can you believe... I just listened to this Lex Friedman podcast with Ben Shapiro. And this guy's <laughs> a fucking idiot. And she's like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> when we first got together, like, let's find, like, a really weird porn to watch together. Like, when you meet each other mm-hmm. young, that's, like, a cool thing you can do mm-hmm. and uh and like we found one where it was just this girl jerking off she had this crinkly like fucked up ass glove on like and she was mm-hmm. just jerking this dude shit and he was just straight faced roping dude like, I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I, I thought you were gonna say like that that she uh you know 
found this this video where a where a woman found a man and then started you know pegging and no no it was just that that it ended up being weirder because the guy it just sounded like somebody taking out the trash the whole time like you wouldn't even know like you literally like could have like heard like like let's say your sons become teenage men and like you were to like Mm -hmm. hear the things that they were listening to like you wouldn't even know that was a porn like it was such a weird video Mm -hmm. and this like i said he's straight face and he's just straight up shooting like like a like a eight day like nut bank worth of loads dude like bro, how do people do that yeah i know is that is that real there's yeah, so real. i don't know it's just natural there's, there's supplements uh, and, and stuff like that like there's like i think there's a few i, I don't know what because i why would i ever i'm married you know? i don't i don't think that yeah. that that much nut is is normal <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. think so yeah do i have to take a picture next time you don't nut that much shut the fuck up Kelby. bro i i come so much first off you got no you don't i'm stamping no, that, that could be like three collective ones bro like well, like we know the tricks <laughs> like bro you do not nut that much not that much <laughs> well it gets kind of confusing how like which is mine which is hers you know but at what point do you turn the patreon shut the like, fuck up. At what point do you turn the patreon into just like don't believe me Fifteen dollars. <laughs> all the yeah, all the. Proof. I got well. I I wasn't allowed on OnlyFans, so I guess there's gonna be a twenty dollars tier on Patreon or something. Yeah, no, it's nuts. My wife and I started. You weren't watching. allowed on OnlyFans because you can't nut that much. Fuck. I was. I, I wasn't allowed because my ID is fake. No, your nut is not impressive enough. Have you Have y'all ever watched the show Love Is Blind? on netflix yeah, i've seen i've seen the movie i fucking love that show dude. <laughs> I, love it so much. I got i do a podcast this guy has me on his podcast at least an australian guy and like every time a new season comes out he's like all right man like the episode is coming you know like we got to watch it and do so i'm watch. this is the week i'm i'm watching it and, who's the australian guy do we know him? and uh he like floats around dude he has a check mark um yeah. like a blue check and i remember I, he followed me and i was like oh oh no you know like mm-hmm. if i get like the blue check follow it's not it's not great when that happens but yeah his show is called the unpopular pod and okay. and i think it's jacques or something like that jacques like yeah so, sounds gay. yeah it, he is he's extremely gay and <laughs> um no like just just undeniably the homosexual and um but, but real real nice guy so we he's like uh he'll do his whole podcast he'll be like covering like real housewives like oh my god can you believe megan said this you know like that's but like he's like based on covid as fuck so like he likes our show and stuff Hell so yeah. it, it's it's really cool a really funny guy but we so anyways we were watching that show and i was like dude i'd say like 40 percent of that of the cast of that show like you could have mice and men them like just straight up like you're 33 <laughs> years old it, like good looking nobody's ugly and like, like you just it, like it's over, dude. Like if you if you're if you look like these guys look like straight up like Tyson Beckford, like or like David Beckham, you know, like half the guys on there look like that, and they're just like, yeah, no, it's like you know, I just I like I can't even get the macaroni and cheese out of the box, like it's so fucked up, like, and we live together, and it becomes like a huge issue, like, and they talk about their last like relationships, I'm like, just kill yourself, like, just I, I you're you're terrible, like. It's so crazy, man. And people, and the show premise is people try to find, they, they meet, they go on these like blind dates, like quite literally blind dates where you're like in a vibe chamber and they're in like another vibe chamber, like zooming with the cameras off. 
figuring out what each other look like, but they're like, then they're telling their deepest, darkest secrets to each other and how they met, you know, or their past relationships. And then they get to like propose to each other. If that, if it's, if it's bro, like, cool. Bro, why do you watch this? It's really good, dude. It's so entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch reality TV. It's fucking great. Dude. No, I'm telling you, like, it is hilarious, dude. Like, one guy will be like, it's an Indian guy. He goes, I'm a veterinarian, but I'm a fucking DJ too, man. And it'll be just the Indian guy. And, like, he'll just be DJing, playing, like, fucking, like, LMFAO at, like, a wedding. He'll be like, Let's yeah, he, he's like, yeah. I'm a veterinarian. And, like, I have six degrees in animal science. Um, but, like, really my path, like, I'm actually DJing is what makes all the money. And he's like at like his family's backyard, like a deep. <laughs> so it's funny, right? Like it's, it's, it's funny. You your ass off the entire time. Yeah, but you get invested yeah. too. You get invested, and you're like, nah, come on, man. Like that's not she. You don't even. You, she's fat, bro. Like you don't know this yet. Like you know, like 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 this one girl will be like her camera thing where it's just her and talking to the reality camera and be like, and just like Pringles, I can never. You can camera. hear fat. You can hear uh, fat. Yeah, she's sure. like, yeah, she, but she's talking to the camera and she's like, I have a hard time leaving any Pringles for tomorrow. Like I eat the <laughs> and like, and she's like crying and screaming, but like, she sounds like hot to the guy and stuff and she's like yeah i'm just single you know it's like uh, and like and he's like really into it and it'll be this like really like good looking dude and he's like really into it and then they like meet each other and he's just like magically two weeks later the sex isn't fire you see the like the the video of the of the asian dude who was on a dating show where they could talk to each other blindfolded and he asked for a hug like Ray Charles, dude. That's right. Yeah. And he's talking to this chick and she's like, I'm just really into Asian guys. And I, I, I just love, I'm big into anime, whatever. And he was like, can I have a hug? <laughs> and, she's, and she says, yeah. And he goes and hugs her. And he's like, no, no. Nice. No. <laughs> the fellas right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> on, on this uh on this show that this guy this that that indian dj guy um was was this is the the last season indian dudes are so funny yeah no he's this guy's hilarious but he was like very aziz anzari like he was like not like he didn't have the accent like the pajit you he know like the the baby yeah. girl yeah no he did not he but but still the same mentality that's the crazy part mm -hmm. but like and he was like talking about like yeah i like to just go to like a girl that we can go to like festivals to you know three-day camping like festivals out in the desert and stuff like a edc like all this type of shit and he's like and i want a girl that i can like lift on my shoulders and like put her up and spin her around you know like a pizza like a little and this fat bitch is on the other side and she's like oh my god like <laughs> 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 She's like, fuck shit i can't <laughs> edc is tight though have you ever been i have not dude i can't i don't know if festivals are for me it's fucking sick edc I, is sick that's just vegas like just vegas though right like that how far off of the strip is that edc was in like i don't even know dude i was so far gone when right we went to electric daisy carnival I, I don't i don't know where we were but it's it didn't seem like las vegas to me right so i mean it was uh there was a whole time there where i was going to a lot of those kind of raves and i don't it's it's fun people just put drugs in your mouth it's like a a two-year blank space for me right I was, just, I was just being shuttled to these things
and and fed drugs and then i just vibe bro yeah no i i used to go only go to like rap festivals which that's not really the same you know like it's it, no not yeah. at all yeah, no. they have completely rock, different they have rock the bells that one goes like all throughout the rock the bells is tight it, it was tight. It was tight, but it's like really funny. Like the like, guy who's into real hip hop to smoking crack pipeline is like really like. Tell <laughs> 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 me a guy who'll be like he'll be like straight up look like like George Clinton or like old, old dirty bastard, but like not talented in yes, the sir. crowd, and he'll just be like hip hop. He'll just be walking. That's the guy. That's the guy you got to go to. Yeah, one for tooth, sure. One tooth, and it just like he'll sit next to you like you're smoking like a blunt and then he like pulls out a crack pipe and smokes it with you like in solidarity i was just like all right man like what you know that's that's kind of dope though it's kind of <laughs> if, if you're at a certain point in your life <laughs> for me now that's what's really funny about getting older is that you can tell stories and and you know say this was a really cool thing and then people would say but like but would you do that now? Would that be a thing that you would? Uh, no, no, uh, absolutely not. No. Yeah. I, I would not be. I would not be in Rockville, Texas, uh, buying ecstasy off of an Asian kid with a backpack, mm -hmm. and then spending the next day staring at the fucking "Do Not Disturb" sign on my hotel room door because I thought that reality was blinking in and out of resistance uh, existence. I miss ecstasy pills. Like not Molly. I think Molly's too safe to me. Like, I think you Molly's need to cool, man. Molly's no, no, cool. it's good. It's good. But like, I, I, I just miss that little element of like, is this meth? You know what I mean? Like, I feel you. I feel you know, I get, like I, I, I get those that. were fun little that. gambles in retrospect where you're like shivering in the corner for 30 minutes. Then it turns into sure. Like that one's good. Like I love that. Those were great. Yeah, like, yeah. like we had purple like, Mac, Mac Dre's, yeah. white Nikes, like things like that. Like I, I miss, I miss the identities that the pills had. Right. Yes, yeah. the, that was the, honestly the, the, like the two C I and two C B red Ferraris, like all those little fun, like like fun little pill, like oh my god, I and the little dime bags you'd get them in. Like that was just mm -hmm. a fun. It was just a fun time chewing them when you wanted to. Like that's what the fizz face is in the Bay Area is when you chew the pill. Yeah. And you, and yeah. like look like shit because it's taste disgusting mm -hmm. um that's when you know you that's when you know it's time to like maybe pivot towards a better lifestyle is when you're chewing the ecstasy pill yeah towards like, towards podcasting like, i need you're to like, get yeah i need to do something else oh, we, need to do, <laughs> we need to do a molly for our like 200th episode i think i, think Dude, I actually i think that i could i i think i could i i could i could pitch that to the wife yeah like but it, it, yeah a microphone in front you could just call it source material be like me and the boys are gonna do molly yeah we're gonna do a little source material um <laughs> and we're gonna talk about oh, it actually i wanted to bring like, so so i'm 36 mm -hmm. just about um do you guys have a weird thing where when you're at a party now that we're older it just it doesn't actually hit no like when you're younger, like you do it because you're like, oh, fuck yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'll hit that. And then you hit it and you're just like kind of normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't get high anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? No, same. And I always, always feel like a tool yeah. like in those instances. 
I'm like, why did I? I'm just like, I don't know. Why did I just do that? that I took two raw ass edibles the other night and felt nothing. Like I was just like, what? And I feel like that's just like my body just being like, dude, we've had we've had enough. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like there were, gum- there were gummies, and they, my body was so was so like just like we're done with this era. It just turned into Sour Patch Kids. I was like, oh, yeah, the- you don't yeah. get fucked yeah. up anymore because yeah. your body's like, no, we're done. Yeah, yeah. we're capped <laughs> you off. Can, you can do as much of that as you want, but yeah, chew those things. It doesn't matter. We're not. It doesn't, yeah, who gives <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. I'm with you on that. Like, I don't get high. Like, a couple beers is just like the where I'm at. Like, I just want to constantly feel like I've had a couple beers. Like, that's just like like the, that's like partying for me. You know what I mean? Like where you're just like yeah. this like, couple of beers where you're just like, I might, you know, on like a podcast where I might just say something that I wouldn't normally say, but like then feel good that I said it afterwards. Like mm-hmm. that's like the 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 good couple beer buzz that 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 I try to that's like partying for me, you know, and, and I yeah. and I think that's a good way to a good way to be in your thirties because you don't want to be chasing like X game style highs into your thirties. No, pretty, no. It's pretty rough. I might I might get fucked up at the new metal fest in Los Angeles. You go into that? I'm going, dude. We've I've got my uh, I've got my alert set for the tickets. Me and Rios are getting the uh, the VIP ones, so it's it's 500 bucks for each VIP, but you get a a special designated right. place to watch the main stage. Uh, so yeah, we're 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 doing that. It'll just be right. like okay. Yeah, it's a that's yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. And um, first off, I saw somebody post about that today, where they said, "I think this guy's name was Protagonist of Reality." Is his Twitter <laughs> handle? And uh, he he said uh, he said like, "Do you think half these bands?" He said, "I bet you they booked a third of these bands, and then just the other two thirds saw their name on the flyer and was like, yeah, fuck it.'" Hmm. Hmm. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. No, I yeah, no, I I completely accept that these bands are uh they're looking for work, right? I just saw that the headliner was System of a Down. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my favorite band, so I mean Is that, that really your favorite band? Yep. Favorite band. Wow. Like steal this album. Yep. Wow. I think I mean, probably... it's not their best. I mean, why would you say steal this album and not like Toxic? Last one I listened or... to. Or, or last self-titled. Album. That was the last album that I like. Was like, I'm getting the system, the new System of a Down album. It stopped there, you know. Like <sighs> that was where I. That but stopped. artists should be able to 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 do bad things, right? Mm-hmm. They should be able to come out with bad CDs mm-hmm. that you don't like. Oh, totally. Right? Because because after Steal This Album, I mean, they did do. I think Hypnotize was good. Mem- Mesmerize sucked. Uh, Steal This Album. Which Still one is album. which again? On the hypnotize, mesmerize. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, I, f- I forget like the album. Well, hypnotize. I just, I just had, get like, them mixed like, up. B Y O B. Okay, yeah, hypnotize ruled. Yeah, yeah. Mesmerize was was bullshit, and Steal this album was bullshit because it was a bunch of fucking uh, Kazaa Napster B sides that they reworked into an album. And I spent a lot of time at 15 looking up these these B-side, you know, non-tracks. And then when they put them out in album form, it sucked balls. So that does suck, but it's like, oh, you know, oh, System of a Down. You mean the, the, worst, the, the worst thing they ever did? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you're allowed to miss. Like I'm, a, I'm a, like an unapologetic uh, Chili Peppers fan, and they're like me too, dude. Me I too. I fucking love them, and like even when they miss, I smile. I'm just like, yeah, no, mm-hmm. that sucked, but right on, dude. Thanks. Sex Magic is great. Stadium Arcadium is great. Great album. Um, California. Um, I love Californication. I, if you're not, I do too. I do too. If you people like want to have a like a complex opinion about that, and it's fine, go ahead. But like, I have to always tell myself, you're not from California, so you don't. Like that's William Sonoma music, like William Sonoma, Sir Latab in the mall, like fucking around, like hearing that California pizza kitchen. You're just walking by all those stores in the mall and all that album's just playing, man. It's, it's, it's lovely. No, uh, that's, that's one of my favorites. Like growing up, uh, it was Incubus, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Deftones, uh, Corn. Love system I, of it down. An episode of with with all that corn, uh, the stuff you guys did was it, it, it hit it hit it hit yeah, for me. I think Bakersfield boys. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, oh, but I mean, all the, but for me, it's like I'm 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 really indiscriminate. Like, there's Limp Biscuit. I love Limp Biscuit. Mm. I'm not interested in debating. Yeah. Whether or not they're good, they are. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't that um, suck how people assign assign like like when you can tell like people like you clearly grew up with the stuff and you and you loved like new metal and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. as i did too i was you know skater x games fucking you know tony Hawk pro skater all that stuff like but you could tell when people are like they spent their whole life being a nerd and then like now are trying to get into limp biscuit so they have to have some like epic take about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah right well here's the yeah. thing limp biscuit's actually good because what they're actually trying to tell you is like and you're like no it's not it's joe dirt that's joe dirt it's not trying to tell you no, anything no no yeah no. limp biscuit is good because <laughs> biscuit. that's have what you ever have you ever had a chainsaw <laughs> and 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 wanted to skin someone's ass raw yeah, yeah. <laughs> if your day isn't going this way you just might break someone's fucking face i, I love yeah, the, that's, uh, the method man all in together now i love that that song. is yes. a sick track yeah. bro no Wait. lie i mean like that's a legitimately good song it's Fred? a good song and they had the whole thing like the whole limp biscuit and together now thing is so amazing because they had um the the video where they get drowned in milk great right? video um what was that called what oh i thought you oh, no i i was i wasn't talking about the mill i was talking about the i thought you were talking about all in together now the video i loved that video no no no, no. The, the the video before that <sighs> uh hold on give me a second the video where they get i'm gonna look it up because it's gonna bother me there was a uh video where limp biscuit i'm just gonna look up limp biscuit milk milk oh man Oh rearrange, god! Don't look. Rearrange, that up. rearrange. Oh, oh wow! That's a that's a deep, not so a deep in, cut, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. So in in rearranged, they they you know it's a good song. It was big on TRL, but at the end of the video, they get drowned in milk. They're in this chamber and they get drowned in milk. And at the end of it, they're floating in the afterlife and they meet Method Man. They say, "Hell, oh, it's Method Man," and that's the lead in to the end together now video yeah so, yeah that was that was one thing that like like white people understood the cinematic element of video making back mm-hmm. then but then like people like hype williams would get all the credit for it and they, those videos right. sucked those like hype williams rap videos <laughs> billy's like, tight though billy's billy's i love best, billy though. is it good though 
Yeah. It is. Yes, sir. <sighs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We can talk about this. Like, so this might be the uncut gems, uh, belly divide between rare candy and it's okay it's okay i i just there's like i I remember rewatching it and being really yeah it's well the thing is it's like not a work of art when you're um when you're talking about like what you're supposed to uh what it's supposed to give you i think it's just supposed to give you those music video like it's it's cinematography hype williams movie yeah 100 percent yeah yeah like i i liked i liked paid in full a lot with like cameron oh, paid in full I, fucking rules paid in full is my yeah, shit, cameron man. is amazing like he I, is I, good. I, i'm not even the biggest cameron the rapper fan like i think he's fine it just it, that i'm not from new york so it doesn't hit as hard for me like i can tell if i was in new york i'd be like wow i would love this but it just it, it doesn't sound the same but i've always respected him big time because he was always hilarious and just mm-hmm. like cool but like he's legit like great dude the like yeah, yeah purple haze is one of my favorite records he, he's he, he that was awesome the paid in full is great dead presidents like those movies are like sick yeah, as dead fun. presidents paid in full is sick but belly is also sick ah. you have you have to bring but that nas sucks dude at, at, at no he doesn't oh yeah no no no, no actually no, i'll no, join no. i'll join in on this i hate nas well i know you're I, both wrong i don't mind he's, he's cannot not dead he ruined that movie like as far as acting dmx is amazing like like just straight up amazing actor method man's always good in everything the fucking guy the the illest what is he was in nebraska or whatever that shit is like the fucking guy eating the banana you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i don't like that shit all that stuff's great like Nas sucks though like in the movie no, i like the artist i don't think too. so i don't think so Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I think oh just, yeah, I, think I don't mind just, him I in think the there's movie. Always, there's there's always a, a role that has to be filled that's kind of a non role. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the uh Edward Norton from Fight Club. He's just right. like yeah. <laughs> Is that movie uh, Fight Club? Is that is Belly Fight Club? I'd love to see somebody write an essay about that. Is Belly Fight Club? Is Belly Fight Club? <laughs> No, it didn't matter. It was like proximity was like what made you friends. And then you like guys figured out things you liked together. You like you you found out that the, that your friend was black like six or seven months down the line. You're like, yeah. oh, shit. Wait, yeah, I had, a friend, I had a friend who was like who who was just this like random, like weird kind of frosted tip, like seven year old. And I was like eight. And he was like fucking two two houses down, but uh, I was like, uh, I'll be damned if I don't fucking hang out with this guy. You know what I mean? We're yeah, gonna yeah, something. Yeah. like he's gonna get done. And dude, he used to like <laughs> literally like fuck his Game Boy, like put his Game Boy on the bed and fuck it. He was one of those weird kids. <laughs> Wait, hold on, back up. Bro. Where back where up. does the dick go? No, no, he, no. He, I mean, it's all dry. It's all dry. There's no like like he's not like unzipping and like you know trying to insert. Like he's just like hammering it. Like just just <laughs> driving his Game Boy into the bed and like he would feel he, like you're trying to make us accept this as a as a normal thing no no yeah. i just yeah, i'm trying, trying to it's at the scene. we bonded over our sugar ray album he had the sugar ray <laughs> and then and, uh, no, every no, no, no. morning there's a game boy underneath my penis <laughs> game boy up my ass and uh, the, the, uh, the uh there was all these uh what i'm saying is is like you know i had to figure out how to like bond because that was could be my only friend of that time only child so like right, right. that could be I my only you. friend i'm like well this was a tough task because he fucked his game boy like how do we <laughs> you know, 
you know, how do we go from here? And then all of a sudden it's like, all around the world, statues come before me. And, you know, we're just, fuck yeah, dude. Like, just, and like, dude, the, the Sugar Ray album, he had this song where he's like, I need some fucking cash, some cash for drugs. Like he was like saying, like Mark McGrath was saying some wild shit on that first Sugar Ray album, like in between like good radio singles. He was like making songs about just being a junkie or uh, I don't even know if he was, but it was just, it was probably it was, not. No, nah, I don't he's even, pretty, I he's, he's pretty good looking. Yeah. He, yeah, he was just LARPing. He probably wasn't. Yeah, yeah. he was LARPing. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> was doing a bit. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was Sugar uh, Ray is the original Chapo. It's just like, wow. it's just a LARP. Was I, was I a dirtbag left eight-year-old? I think you might have been. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wearing a tracksuit watching Frasier in my living room. like like Laughing laughing like Stavros. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you think that guy eats pussy? Do you think Frasier eats pussy? <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, like, oh, I'm so fucking Greek. I just eat pussy. I feel like he he's one of the most loathsome people. I dude, I, it makes he makes me irrational. The way where his stand up bits, like you ever see his little like, t- like I still follow the fuck because guy. because Nick Mullen is actually I think a comedic genius, like top five ever for me personally. Like yeah I, yeah, he's like an actual genius in this fucking fat forever is him. This, yeah. And then not having the pre the the like awareness to be like I need to just ride this gravy train forever. It's like no, actually I'm a successful comic. I'm going to leave. I'm yeah. going to leave Cumbtown. He had, he does this thing like every stand-up clip he posts and it must be doing well, but I don't even know what like doing well in stand-up is anymore. Like I, I feel like it's not quite like even living wage. Like if you're like a decent non-Kevin Hart stand-up and, and like I have a feeling that's not even like that crazy, but what he says is he'll be like doing crowd work where he's like, ha what do you do for a living? The guy's like, oh, I work at Home Depot. He's like, ha man, I bet you get no pussy. And then like, that's <laughs> yeah. like his crowd work and like everyone's dying like in the audience. And I'm just like, am I? Oh just- my God, he's fat. Am I just missing something? And like, it's like, I hate like self-deprecating where it's like, like the eat pussy thing is really, really makes me mad. And it's like, dude, I, I do it. It's like, what? The, I'm not like adverse. Like, I'm not, I don't have an aversion to it. But my, like, when you brag about that, it's like this weird, like, dirtbag left feminism where they're like, actually, like, I'm so disgusting. Like, I should just be reduced to like a pussy eater. Like, a, mm. like, and like, I should only be like brought down to, I, cause I see guys do that. It's really fucking That's weird. interesting. They're man. like, my dick's really small. So I'll just, because i'm fucking a piece i'm just a man i suck like all men rape you know like it's like this weird thing i I yeah with those guys like and yeah at the end of the day it's like everyone loves to make a small dick joke dude everyone loves to make that that's the beauty of come town is they make every joke that you had in your head when you were 12 but never thought anyone should ever hear and because you didn't think it would be funny and you thought it was only you that thought that and that's why come town is so funny but these guys like when when these guys lean into like i'm just a disgusting like i just i suck dude like i'm fucking i suck i just get sick of that i get really sick of that fucking stuff really fast yeah i'm always uh i'm always wrong about terms whenever i first hear them like i heard dirtbag leftist and i was like oh wait is that what i am where like i'm like a (laughs) no you are not no, no, not at all. I actually, they're the most loathsome people probably on the yeah. planet. Like, I probably, I don't think I hate anybody more than a dirtbag leftist. It's the worst. With the the irony and the, like, loserism, like, 
I hate losers and I hate irony. Nothing matters. Like nothing matters. Everything's fucked. But like, actually, where do you work? Because I didn't like that joke. Seriously. You know what I mean? Like, it's this weird, like, thing where nothing matters, but, like, I'm going to, like, burg out over, like, like a thing that mattered 20 years ago. That's, like, what dirtbag people do. And um, I find it, like, cowardice and, and lame. And, like, I – there were people, like, when we first started our show that were, like, dirtbag left that would just pop on. Because, like, we were – we, like, we definitely aren't, like, right-wingers or anything. Like, I, I, I don't – I can't, like, truly say that shit on, under a polygraph and – you know, not make that shit bounce, but I, I can't like, I can't stand that. I lose the dirtbag left people every single fucking time. Dude. I lose them every single time. Cause I'm just like, dude, I, I don't hate myself. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, no, that's, that's where all of my haters are coming from lately. Who's um, who, hey, dude, who are these people? By the way, I see you like doing your thing and I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like these people that are, I, you don't have to get into it, but like some of these people, I'm like, people really don't like you, man. Like that's fucking insane they i i can't figure out what it is exactly uh yeah i really can't figure out what it is i'm like do they hate um i think they're racist they might be racist um you have that like travis barker shia labeouf hybrid look about you like and i think that like makes people mad when like you're you're like you got your shit together though you know like because you shouldn't like I look at you and you like should have more problems and flaws than you do. And I think that's that might be upsetting to people. That yeah, yeah, that may I that makes sense. Like you should be like you should be like I've heard your tales from the mall where you talk about like some of your past and stuff. Like it's 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 quite interesting, but like even those aren't like those are like still sick to talk about, like as far as like like people like do ironic bits of like your life you know like like where they're like actually i'm like you know come from this like type of thing and people like do that like as a bit but they're really in like grad school while that's happening yes and, actually yeah One of, about, I, like and i think when they really actually hate the real thing when the when somebody like is earnest about like that thing that they're pretending to be they really hate that no a hundred percent who we dragged in the very beginning of this show for several episodes but uh he came out with this book where he just kind of talks about i don't he just speaks in aave and shit and nice. but he's but he's like but it's all leftist viewpoints and stuff oh i i know the guy i know i know the type i know the type yeah yeah and his whole thing is like being like getting it out the mud or whatever but then oh. like getting it out the mud is like riding a bike around doing doordash shit and then it's also like uh he like he's from grad school and shit right like i don't know i pretty much just i'll go on record i hate everybody with an mfa lose my number let's just shortcut this <laughs> if you went to college lose my number like, my thing, dude my thing about college people is always this like I don't look, I have friends that went to college, but like whenever I come up on something that's like sick or like I get a job that makes a little more money than them, they do still have like harbor a little hatred towards me because I didn't graduate. I went for like a year, year and a half or something like that and just mm-hmm. kind of dipped out. And like if I get a good job, like a, like a good construction job where I'm like making good money, like there's people that are like, what? Why? Like, why is that? You know, like that shouldn't be allowed, even though college is gay. Like, but still I went and, you know, I got my degree you know and and but so i should still get this job and people get like kind of salty towards that and like they always like still even if they don't think their degree's worth a, th- a damn they still realize like how much that shit costs and like you know they still feel like entitled to certain things by getting it and, it, and it's really really weird 
Yeah, they went through the whole system and they're mad yeah. that you didn't. And yeah, not my problem. Sorry. Like just I, I dipped out, bro. I took on some debt and then realized that was whack and I didn't want to just like like I, I probably fucked myself a little bit by dropping out. I probably should have just like slugged out a degree because I'd probably be doing the same thing. But like, bro, I was majoring in radio, bro. Like why majoring in radio when like podcasting was about to come out in like the early 2010s and stuff, like truly, like that was a really dumb thing to do, bro. Like it was objectively <laughs> bad to like major in radio. You know what I'm saying? Cause like well, this is radio. What we're doing right now is radio, you know, and I don't need a degree. We don't need a degree for this. And that was where the industry was headed. So it's like it's not my problem that you stayed in college for five fucking years, bro. Like just treading water because you didn't want to become an adult, you know, like it's not, it's not my problem. Like, and I, I'm tired of hearing people's like sob stories about that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's really annoying in the uh, writing world too, which is why I've just completely dissociated from. Are these people from, are they dirtbag left writers? Uh, Cause I've never seen some of these people like that, that you, that you put up. Like no. I, I'm surprised that I haven't seen them, you know? No. Well, I mean, I guess there are dirtbag left writers, but mostly writers are libtards. They should have a podcast called The Dirtbag Right, but it's R, you know, W R. W It's all they're wrong, yeah. like again. But yeah. There, there was a good one for there for a little while called Alt Right, which was pretty great. I went on it a few times. Not bad. That's that 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 one's cool. Dirtbag Right would piss me off though, like truly. Like I'm like, a dirt, like if you're like just dirtbag left, but like we're actually right, but it's not the right you think, bro. Like, you know, it's if that if that happened, and then they're just like talking about Sopranos nonstop, dude. I probably wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> I, I love Sopranos. This is not anti-Sopranos. Yeah. Just, you, we know how those guys get down. Where they're they're just they're the Sopranos. Sopranos like, is the trigger, though, for real. I do love when them. People, I do, when, I, my, when people start talking about the trick, like the the Sopranos, though, it's like okay. I know who you are. Yeah, it's kind of something that, like, keep that, like, you watch it, you love it, it's great. I, I truly love that show. Like, oh, like it's one of the first shows I ever watched that was like, oh, my God, this is, like, amazing. So I, I get the appeal, but everything. But it's like, if that's, like, your show that, like, you base everything off of, like, you're there. I don't think it's going to work between us, you know, like, just personally, <laughs> you know, just, just like the, it's like the fake, like, well, this is like union, bro. This is like unions. Unions used to be the mob, bro. Like actually the tracksuits. Karl Marx was like actually <laughs> Italian. And you know, and like just these these things like where they just bend it to that thing. It's like, no, bro, you just like the Sopranos. Can you just enjoy it without trying to assign like some political like like they always try to like justify stuff, you know? Like cause I started out being a Dave Portnoy fan on Twitter. Like I was a Dave Portnoy fan. Who's uh, that? Barstool Sports, Dave Portnoy. He's uh he's like a big, just just like the dirtbag left people really do this thing where like they know it's cringe to like outright get mad at him, uh -huh. so they do this thing where they pretend they're huge fans and be like, dude, it was so cool when you like fucking spelled that word wrong in your tweets, bro. Like it was so fucking epic that you did that, and it's like he's cooler than you, bro. He's fucking yeah, like the you know like the guy is just like a fucking sports guy who's just he's just like he yeah, fuck him. He struck gold. No, I love this guy. So fuck you. But like, he struck gold because he basically turned his little national lampoons frat sports magazine into like a mogul fucking empire of just sports media. Sure, nonsense. Yeah. It did all that. And it's, it's basically Hugh Hefner of sports. You got to respect it at that point.
We'll just be like, bro, he's so fucking sick, bro. He's so epic. Like the college rape stuff where like he like, you know, <laughs> the college rape denier. Like that's so <laughs> bro. Like they'll say shit like that. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like you're not cool. You're a nerd. That was the shit that, cause I thought, I thought that was earnest. Like at first, when I first got on Twitter, I was like, oh, everybody's a Portnoy fan like me. And then I was like, oh, this is a ironic then I got mad, so I hate irony forever. Yeah, that's what we we try to do forever. Dude, when I interview him, dude, dude, if I have ever get fucking interviewing, I'm just shit talking you all day. I'll be like, hey, bro, <laughs> I'm gonna put a picture of you. <laughs> like, this guy, dude, three million views, dude. Bagging <laughs> for like five minutes. Dude. Like I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna be like, hey, bro, this guy's my boy. Like I love this guy, but like, dude, he was talking mad shit this one but time. No, you guys will get the plays from it, bro. You just gotta take the one. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, we can we can do this. We can go. You're gonna like if if we're talking mills. Let's go. You'll win. You know, (laughs) I'm just saying. Like, you'll win, but I'll win, and like everybody will win. It's it's it'll be great. And uh, but yeah, died. Whatever. Fuck the dirtbag left. That's that's all. That's all I'm gonna say. I want I want that shit done, dude. We need to like exterminate that. Exterminate that. Yeah. Yeah. They can't die of fentanyl overdose fast enough. Like, they don't even do the drugs. That's the thing. That's irony too. Yeah, there's do. there's no way they do because they're still alive. And I'm just waiting. And they're not cool. Like, dude, like, like I'm saying, like you're like they're like uh, they tweet as though they're at this warehouse party doing like fucking '80s cocaine, you know? And they're just like, oh yeah, like fucking I'm fucking all night and stuff, like you know. And then you know how sick '80s cocaine would be. My parents talk about it like it was. Like it was, they knew it was here for a good time, but not a long time. I did, I did two thousands cocaine. That That's shit was tight. Too. That stuff's good too. <laughs> that shit was dope. In yeah, the eighties, my, my parents used to talk about doing one bump and then just being up for like ten hours straight through the night, like off one bump. Let's go, dude. And they'd be like the Oingo the salad days. We, we would just do a, a, a bump and listen to the Oingo Boingo album. You know, and it was like a sicker night than I've had in a long time, probably. You that know, sounds so dope. yeah, just Danny Elfman and just doing a bunch of coke. Like, yeah, oh, man, sign me yeah. up, man, sign me up. 